Dale Not Dale Podcast. What up, Bonnie? What up? I'm excited about today. Dude, I'm excited about today, too. Very excited about today. You want to tell them? You tell them. Live in studio. Hard guest to get, by the way. It's been it's been tough. I feel like he's just been busy. Possibly, he has been. I think he has. The kid's been blowing up. Live in the studio today, we have the one, the only American Idol finalist. Not finalist. Almost finalist. He's yeah. a finalist in my eyes. Yeah. that's all that matters. He won to me. The one and only Trey. From the Faye. Trey from the Faye. Actually, this was your idea for a guest. It was. And I hit him up with the power of the blue check, and it got him on. You did. Uh, Yeah, Trey from the Faye, baby. I'm excited. He's close. He's like 15, 20 minutes from here. Yep. Uh, He made it on American Idol. Got a crazy, touching story that's pretty tragic. Uh, That is just a lot for somebody to go through. Yep. And he, I think he got cut at the round of when they went to the round of twenty four. Yeah, he got cut right there. And so, uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about his journey. Talk about his background. Talk about the man, the the craziness that happened in Santa Fe, a very tragic situation back in twenty nineteen, eighteen, eighteen. Was it twenty eighteen? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. And so, uh, man, yeah. So we're going to have him on. We were pumped up in studio. So we're not sure what to expect, man. This kid, he's got a lot. Uh, he's got a lot that's happened to him over the last few months. Yeah. So I'm glad we got him in here. Me too. And uh, right when he sits down, I got to let him know we're back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna miss it, dude. No, never. I thought you missed it. Nope. nope. So we got Trey from the Faye, man. Trey from the Faye. Excited about that. On top of that, mm-hmm. we're having a weird back shirt made. We're back shirt. We're back. It should be out by now. It should be out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be out by now. If you're hearing this, you should have ordered your We're Back shirt. Absolutely. And we dropped the prices, too. And if you send us a voice memo email to our info at com, we will give you a discount on the shirt. And, or Dale Not Dale podcast instead of podcast. No, it's, it's a trick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's nowhere. What's the voice? <laughs> they got to. They got to do their best. We're back impression, dude. You just made that up yes. off the top of your head. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was phenomenal. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Yes, that's a good idea. If you can send your best we're back impression voice to memo to our voice memo to info, to info at Dale Not Dale Podcast, the winner. Com. Yeah. Dot com. The winner will be chosen to get a free, free We're Back shirt. We're Back shirt. Okay. Sponsored by our good friends at Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers. <laughs> Dude, that's a good segue. Dude, that was good. This has been good. This this has been really flawless. Trey from the Faye's got me all amped up. He's got me amped up, too. So, yeah, Good Ranchers, they have, uh, man, these guys are our show presenter. Uh, they're awesome. We're so pumped into the month. We're going to the Indy 500 with them guys. 
cool thing also their driver that they sponsored just won a big race I did see that so that's cool uh, make sure you use Good Rancher. Go to uh, GoodRancher.com. Use our code DNDPOD. And right now you get $30 off. $30 off? They just amped it up another 10 bucks. So it's yep. $30 off at GoodRancher.com. DNDPOD is our code. Take advantage of that. Uh, on top of everything else they got going on. But, man, you get some great meat. Uh, they got great seafood. got great chicken. I cooked some ribeyes last night that were freaking to die for, man. The kids even loved them. Like, that's just... That's my favorite cut of meat from them. I'm usually not a big ribeye guy, but being that I have these Good Rancher steaks that are yeah. really good cuts, man, they're so big. They dude. are good. They're, and they're bone in, which is cool. Yep. So, they're not uh, chewy. No. Man, they're great steaks. You boil your steaks, too, so that, that probably helps. And this freaking, they're good. I know. I sent a picture of Ben last night. He was like, let's go. Because I was like, look what I cooked last night. So, uh, friends Ben, Jermaine, over at GoodRancher.com, they, uh, they've been taking care of us, man. So, yeah. shout out to our show presenter. Go to GoodRanchers.com and use the code DNDPOD for 30% off. $30. $30 off. Jesus, dude. $30. $30. $30 hairs off. $30 is more than 30%. Yes, so make sure to take advantage of that. Uh, use our code. It really helps us out. It helps show love to our podcast by helping out and going to our sponsors. But you will not be disappointed at this. This is something that everybody can use. Great meat. You can beat the uh, you know you, the junk you get at the stores. Yep. You're getting great meat coming from U.S. ranches. Uh, doesn't have the mRNA vaccines that they they preach against that they don't right. they don't allow in their cattle. So it's good stuff, man. You, you can find out, you know, where it's coming from, uh, locally sourced within the U.S. So make sure. And then on top of that, our other sponsor we're going to talk about real quick is True Wild. True Wild. And just, oh, by the way, I just want to just let everybody know that <clears throat> Good Ranchers is actually, they're on the move. That's a good one. That was a good one. So. <laughs> okay, back to True Wild. Back to True Wild. True Wild, uh, our new sponsor. We talked about them uh, last week. Yep. Uh, we just signed these guys on. Great supplements uh, without all the extra BS. Like I said, man, this is stuff that I use. I started taking the adaptogens. I started taking the uh, man. There's one other pill. The the beat the nitric oxide one. Uh, well, if if you wouldn't have brought it up, I would have known. Yeah, I know. Adaptogens, and then there was another one. Yeah. Anyway, who cares what it's called? What, yeah. Talk about no, it. No, it's good stuff. Like yeah. I said, it's, 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 I've been taking this uh, on top of the hydrate and the motion, the hydration. Uh, I drink that during the day. I take the motion before I work out. That's their pre-workout, which has got natural caffeine in it, so it doesn't have stuff that makes you crash. That's the biggest thing about it. Like, I can't – me and Zach, so one of the owners, Zach, me and him first talked when we were talking about this. I was like, dude, I can't take pre-workouts because I work out in the afternoons. When I take pre-workouts, I can't sleep at night. Yeah. He's like, dude, I'm telling you, my, my stuff doesn't have – the stuff that's going to, like the caffeine, extra caffeine that's going to keep you up all night. You can work out, boom, go to bed. And I told you, I said, hey, I'll try it. If it does, I'll tell you. If it doesn't, if it doesn't, I won't, you know. Yeah. Did it. Don't have that crash. And I can sleep at night. So I was like, I'm a believer. I mean, I, that is no bullshit. Like, yeah. That's a, that's a big thing because I, I like to get an amp workout in with a little extra push. But if I can't sleep at night, it does no good. This stuff, I can do it. This past weekend was hot at the baseball field, so I I loaded my child up with a, a hydrate drink. Yeah. He thought it was phenomenal. Dude. 
And I love the word phenomenal. You use the word phenomenal a lot. Dude, I do. Yeah. Some people say dude. I say <laughs> Some people say phenomenal. I say dude and phenomenal a lot because I like it. So uh, got a, we got a fun episode coming, man. We got Trey from the Fay, fresh off the American Idol. Uh, I'm hoping we can talk everything about American Idol. I, I don't think he's going to have any NDAs. I'm hoping. But uh, hopefully he can talk about everything. We can air it out. I don't have an NDA to talk I don't either. About. I'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll bring it up. We'll bring it up. We're not scared. And if he doesn't want to talk about it, then we'll... Let's move on. We'll just talk, <laughs> we'll just talk about it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we got Trey in, man. Uh, I'm excited for him to finally get in. Uh, we had some scheduling thing came up last time. We couldn't get him. And, uh, you know, he's supporting his friends that are currently in American Idol. So, I know he wanted to be a part of that a while back. But today is the day... We got Trey from the Fay. Hey, that was a, pretty good. Was pretty good. Like sixteen bars. You're a poet. Didn't even know it. And you d- didn't, didn't show it. Didn't show it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we've got Trey in. Make sure to check out our sponsors: Good Ranchers at GoodRanchers.com, True Wild at TrueWild.com. Same discount code. We're making it easy for you guys. D and D Pod gets you thirty dollars off at GoodRanchers.com. And D&D Pod gets you 20% off at TrueWild.com. That's not going to be the hard part for me is remembering which ones are which. Dude, we're going to mix them up. <laughs> and they're all going to be D&D Pod. That's it. So we're going to have them for every episode or for every sponsor from now on. We're just going to say, look, it's, it's got to be D&D Pod and it has to be 20% off or 30% off. <laughs> like, with that, I'm sorry. I mean, that's what it is. We normally give you five. It doesn't matter. It's the parameters we set. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah. Making, we're, we're making it easy for us. Yeah, exactly. So... uh well, let's get this started, man. I'm ready to get Trey in here. He should be showing up any minute. All right, let's do it. Uncle Dale and Vaughn with stories to unfold. So sit back, relax, and behold. We discussing life in all its ups and downs. Tune in from your side of town. Talking pop cultures, movies, and TV shows. Giving the thoughts and much more. This shit is style, clothes, and gadgets galore. Keeping you entertained, you'll be begging for more. Cause we gon' laugh and hey, maybe even crying. But one thing's for sure, you'll be smiling. Cause Uncle Dale and Vaughn are at your side. So come along, join, and let's ride. They bring the heat, and the guests are supreme. They ain't just a duo, they the dream team. Alright, we are recording. We, we are. A, we got a special guest in. We do. Mr. Trey from the Fay. How's it going, everybody? I'm so excited you're here. Not the other Trey Lewis. Yeah. Not the other Trey Lewis. Can you tell us about the other Trey Lewis? Yeah, so the other Trey Lewis is uh he's the one that sings Dick Down in Dallas. Great song. Uh it's a good song, yeah. And he uh he's a big supporter of mine. He supported me when my audition came out, but uh people kept messaging him uh messages that were supposed to go to me. Could just he he's L E W I S L O U S. Yes, yes. So I just tell people like St. Louis. There you go. Right. Lewis and Ton. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a family name. The full name is Robert Lewis Limley III. Uh, my father was Robert Lewis Limley Jr., and my dad was Bobby Limley, um, and, or his, his father was. Uh, so the three is why I go by Trey. Okay. Ah, okay. Um, That's how most guys I know Trey. They were the third. That's how they. Yeah, exactly. So Trey's not even on my birth certificate or anything. I've been called Trey my entire life. You should um, change it to Trey, Trey from the Fay. Yeah, yeah. Just legally. Legally, 
I will. We can help with that. Okay. We're ordained ministers. We can maybe do that. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I got a feeling. I don't know. If it's... Does it take a minister to change your name? I don't know. Okay. I, we can do all kind of stuff. Cool. We, put it this way. What, what's <laughs> worse? What's worse that can happen? It doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. I, it already does. Yeah. Man. It already works. <laughs> if it's if it's on Instagram, it's the Bible. Verified yeah. too. Yeah. There you Very go. Verified. Blue check mark. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you how. I, so, dude, me and my wife are big. We used to watch Idol all the time. The boys, all these things. And so he actually messaged me. He's like, dude, I've seen this kid from Santa Fe on Idol. He's like, dude, I heard it. And he said he wept like a baby. I, I did. I will admit. And so that's when I, was, I looked it up, So which is now it's like almost like 3 million like views on YouTube, mm-hmm. that audition. Um, I, th- I believe I'm the second most viewed audition, uh, the number one being Ian Thongi. The Hawaiian guy. Oh, okay. he's, oh, he's on this season too, right? Yes, but the crazy thing is, is like mine's at like three million, and his is at like ten million. But he's oh, the dude. first, and I'm the second. <laughs> he also, he also the what I noticed about him. So I think he's Samoan. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the Samoan people are probably some of the most dedicated people on the earth. And the so, Rock is part of them. And there you go, The Rock. Uh, it's got to be The Rock. It's that Rock drive. You know, I think I've seen your YouTube video three or four times. Now, had it been the Samoan culture, if you were the Samoan culture and I was the Samoan culture, I'd have probably watched it 43 times. Well, that's <laughs> that's why I have EM. Yeah, no, I have EM pegged to win, no doubt. Like, uh, my top three predictions are like Megan Danielle, EM Thongy, and probably Colin, Colin Stowe. He's a real good friend of mine. Um, I see the guy last night in the world, all the white. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Hey folks, are you tired of feeling tired? Do you have a lack of energy and focus? Do you want to make healthier choices and feel better without breaking the bank? Then you need to check out with our friends over at True Wild. They make delicious, high-quality products that are affordable and actually work for your body and mind. True Wild's products offer everything you need and cut out the crap that you don't. A lot of you know that I am passionate about health and nutrition, and True Wild has been a staple in my daily routine for a while now. I can say honestly that I feel so much better since I've started using their products. And the best part, they taste amazing. This is where True Wild stands out far from above the, far above the rest. Stop wasting your time with supplements that taste gross. True Wild offers a truly affordable and great-tasting alternative that you've been looking for. They have so many great products. Whether you're looking for green superfood to add to your morning smoothie or electrolytes with no sugar added for daily hydration, True Wild has you covered. And as a special offer for our listeners, True Wild is offering a discount of 20% off your entire order when you use DND Pod at checkout. Trust us, folks, you will not be disappointed. Head over to TrueWild.com today and start feeling your best. Make sure to use our code DND Pod for 20% off your order. Your mind and body will thank you for it. <laughs> No, that's Zach. Okay. Zach, see, 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 like, it would either be between Zach and Colin. Because he made top five, too. Yeah, it would either be, Colin's the only country guy left. He's, uh, there was that guy, then the dude that looks just like Chris Stapleton, Warren P. Yeah. Uh, he got eliminated last night, but, uh. I read a thing online the other day that said they have a, they have a buzz going around that if another country person wins American Idol, people are going to go, like, ape shit. It can't happen. They no. said they're mad about it. That's that's what I was saying. There's there's no way Em doesn't win the show. Okay, just because the culture. 
Yeah. There's a huge following, a yeah. huge Samoan Polynesian culture yep. that is behind people like that. You know, that's why uh, people like Israel, I can't I can't pronounce his last name, but everybody's he's the big Hawaiian guy that sang over the rainbow. Yes. Like, yeah. like back in the day. And uh, everybody's like, Ian's like a reincarnation of that guy. And I'm like, I swear he is, dude. But the, the culture there, like going to Hawaii, I've been to Hawaii before, dude. You want to talk about some of the coolest people ever? I bet. Yeah. Nice. No, the nicest Friendly, people ever. I humble. Mean, love them. Love food. They love Dude, food. God, yeah. they love food, and they love to cook food. And yes. pigs in the ground. I love pigs yep. in the ground. Kishon Delay. Is that what that's called? Yep. Kishon Delay. That's what they that's call, what they call that. Louisiana. Oh, well, that doesn't count. <laughs> well, well, Louisiana. Louisiana does have water touching it, so I guess it is kind of like Hawaii. Yeah, we're similar. Same beaches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so. You were on American, so that's why that's how I found you. So I watched it. I was like, "Oh crap, this guy's awesome, crazy!" Like, man, your story very touching. I can see why it's such a widespread mm-hmm. watch. Uh, obviously, we'll get into that too. Why and what? I mean, we're from this area. We know about the story. Uh, but so, what brought you? So I read something that uh, Luke Bryan is the one that kind of yes, that true. So he asked you to or got in touch with you or so this is what happened um i post a cover of a chris stapleton song on my instagram and it, it blows up overnight and i'm like sweet this is what i've been wanting to do yep. is blow up on tiktok uh maybe a week later i posted another chris stapleton cover broken halos um <clears throat> probably the coolest thing that happened on that was joe jonas commented on that um which led to that blowing up as well. Yeah. I get a message from a gentleman on Facebook Messenger and he's like, Hey, my name is so and so from American Idol. Um, we'd like to have you uh audition this year. Uh please give me a call for, for the opportunity. And it's like, Okay, well anybody could just message me and say, <laughs> I'm so and so from American Idol. Just give me your social. So yeah. I was like, yeah, give me your social security number, your email address, and your uh, home address. No, so what I actually did was I was like, babe, give me your phone because they can't trace it back to me. So I got uh, my girlfriend Grace's phone, um, called the number, and I was like, hey, it's it's Trey, Trey Lewis from TikTok. And he goes, there's no way I'm talking to Trey Lewis right now. And I was like, yeah, I just I took the risk. I was like, I'm gonna, five minutes after you sent the message, Not I was like, home. yeah, I know we don't waste no time around here, man. We're hustling. <laughs> and uh, so uh, he's like, we're actually doing Zoom auditions right now. You want to hop in a Zoom in real quick? I said, sure. And um, I, li- I like saying this part of the story beforehand. Nobody knew my story about what happened and everything like that. This was just strictly all talent based from what they saw on my yeah. videos. Yeah. Um, so I get in a room with about five producers um, and uh, they're like, sing us a song, sing us a song. Okay. Okay. Sing us another song. I think I sing three, so- three songs for them or something like that. Uh, like a minute section of each song. And um, they were like, well, well tell, tell us, tell us why you want to, why you want to do it. And uh, I told them the story and everything. And, you know, Hollywood just grabbed a hold of that, and they're like, "Okay, I like this kid." Got so, something. so they they went they went blank for a minute, and they were like, uh, we'll, "We'll call you right back." It was like five minutes, um, and they called me back on Zoom, and they were like, "We want you to come to Las Vegas and sing in front of Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and Luke Bryan." So 
at that point i was like oh cool sweet that's awesome and then the phone call ended and i'm like what just happened yeah yeah what just happened i just i set my phone down i'm on facetime with my sister she was listening in the whole time and she's like trey trey and i'm just like what just happened yeah i couldn't believe it and uh that 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 period between because that was like june or july and i wasn't in vegas till september oh wow and so like i had to kind of hold on to that for a while um and then even after i <clears throat> after i auditioned i had to hold on to that for a while oh god that's tough yeah up like six months i had to hold on just to the sole fact that i auditioned and even got my golden ticket like i had to just keep that under the bus for a while so so you couldn't tell any of your friends no so i did though i would have too yeah i did hey, so i got i got i got picked a while back it's funny now people know this i got picked a while, you know you seen that last shakira show dance with myself no. it was a shakira dance show with nick jonas as a host i mean a, a judge with her uh-huh. well i got they select me from tiktok oh yeah because we do we do dances on yeah and so I went through the whole deal. I did same thing. I did like some Zoom meetings. I had to like they sent me some songs. I had to learn to dance until I danced to them. My, my daughter's like recording me, and so I got selected. I go to Atlanta. I'm there for a few days. I had a quarantine, and then like the day before I was supposed to go audition. I mean rehearse and then record. They called to hey uh, production's behind. Can you come back and can you stay here till next week? I'm like dude, I got a job and two kids and married. I can't. So I missed the boat. But dude, I was literally gonna be. Same kind of deal. Like I went through all this stuff, and uh, it just didn't happen. Oh, they so, wanted you to stay an extra week. That's yeah. what. So you basically bowed out. Yeah. So, but like, so the, the but they said he couldn't say anything. That's what everybody. Yeah. I had all people ask me about well, how was the show. You know, I didn't. But I didn't get. Did you sign it. an agreement to not say anything? Uh, You're in breach of contract. I pretty did. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure I did. I, I love. <laughs> I love my American Idol people and everybody that works behind scenes production. Every single last one of them are just really, really cool people. Um, but two of my biggest pet peeves with them was number one, they were so last minute, and I'm not. I'm not sitting here judging them, man. Just because like. They were constantly moving twenty four seven, running on Red Bull and I'm sure other things that I won't say, uh, but like just, it was crazy to see them constantly moving, constantly moving, constantly moving, and yet still being way behind on schedule. Yeah, um, that and then kind of what you were saying, people were asking like how it went, how it went, how it went. <clears throat> I have several friends, like so many people that I met. Um, that crushed every single round that they were in up until that they were eliminated and never got TV time. Really? And, like, they have family and friends. Oh, how'd it go? When are we going to see you on TV? And, like, they had to, like, wait six weeks each audition week. They were like, oh, I might come up here. I might show up here. I might show up here. And then, like, by the end of it, they were just all let down. And it was like, man, just... So what, what do you think? You think you got to have a story, or you got to be a real standout? What do you think the, the, yeah. the magic formula is? Um, so when I was round one of Hollywood, there was about 150 people there, and which means Hollywood is the people that got golden tickets. Yep, and they showed maybe 50 of those people in the audition wow. episodes. I think there were five audition episodes and 10 auditions each episode. That happens because when they do the, uh, the, I guess like the group week, mm-hmm. that's when you're like, man, I never seen that person the whole show. Yeah. And well, then somebody will come out of there like a, a dark horse. You yeah, know, and they didn't. They didn't show my duet for that very reason because my duet partner never got aired, and so they were like, "We won't 
or that audition or that that uh, duet. What'd you sing? Um, so I partnered up with this girl named Corinthia from Marshall, Texas, um, and I'm from Santa Fe. So our group name was Marshall Fay. Yeah. And Luke Bryan absolutely dug that. <laughs> he was all about it. And um, we sang "It's Your Love" by Tim McGraw. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and unfortunately, my partner uh, she was she was struggling real, real bad with the lyrics. Um, so this story is really, really crazy. So we make it past round one of Hollywood. Um, that that's two days of filming. Um, on on the like midnight on the second day of filming round one. So we found out. Um, it's gone from about 150 people to 80 people. That's how many people got cut. And so 80 people was the duet round. Um, it's about midnight. They wrap up the last line of people in round one of Hollywood week. And they're like, okay, congratulations to everybody that made it to duet round. Um, our judges have some words for you guys. So Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan, they all walk out and they're like, Congratulations, everybody. Um, the next few days are going to be pretty rough on y'all. Hopefully, y'all get at least one hour of sleep tonight. And then they just walked off. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. What's going on? So Different pro- voice. Yeah, right? So producers come out, and they're like, uh, for the very first time, we're letting you guys pick um, your duet partner. Um, and we're going to have these bullets and boards on top of the stage, five slots per song. It was about 40 songs to pick from. Um, and you're going to pick, pick, we just pick a song from that list, okay. but only five people could sing that song. Oh, okay. Like if that song got filled up, you had to pick a different one. Um, so we get back to the hotel about one o'clock in the morning. Uh, me and my partner had picked a song already that wasn't working out. So we picked another one. Um, that was about 30 minutes of confusion. So by two o'clock in the morning, we finally have a song that we're happy with. We get, we have to wait in the line for other duet partners to rehearse with a piano player. Cause we we're, we're showing back up at the, at the theater at eight thirty in the morning to sing these songs. Uh, so we finally get in about three o'clock in the morning with our, singer we've been up since probably six o'clock that morning like that other morning so we've been up a while um and finally get it and she's struggling real real bad with the lyrics she's never heard the song before and i was like it's okay i was like i'd rather have a song where one of us knows the lyrics um instead of neither of us knowing the lyrics yeah because <laughs> I, yeah, I can at least try to help you out or like yeah. hey look at me and i'll mount the words to you if you don't know them um summer is here and good ranchers wants to give you what you've been craving a nice summer steak on the grill can you hear the sizzle already I'm not sure what your favorite steak is, but mine's literally every steak I get from Good Ranchers. Every cut that they source from local American farms is hand-cut, trimmed, and aged to perfection. Good Ranchers is proud to be trusted source for high-quality, all-American meat, and they are the, the way to get the most out of your summer grilling season. So head on over to GoodRanchers.com and pick your box. They have ribeyes, New York strips, all natural burgers, and all the delicious chicken you could ever want. Plus, it's all $30 off with my code DNDPOD. With 85% of the grass-fed beef imported from overseas, Good Ranchers wants you to put the American meat on your grill you can feel good about and trust. 
Whether you're planning a backyard barbecue, a family picnic, or a beachside cookout, they've got you covered with honest, transparent products that deliver quality, price, and flavor. This is the perfect time of year to easily change the way you buy meat. So go ahead to GoodRanchers.com and use my code DNDPOD for $30 off any box. Forget about the summer bod for a minute and focus on the summer meats. With Good Ranchers, you can feel good about the 100% American locally sourced meat you're putting on your grill and on your plate. Make this summer one to remember by starting it with American meat delivered to your door from GoodRanchers.com. Use my code DNDPOD for $30 off at GoodRanchers.com today. So she gets up the next morning. She's having a real hard time. And I think I think it was just a kind of a mental thing for her. I think she just kept telling herself she was going to forget the lyrics. Yeah. Um, Luke, Luke Combs actually has a pretty interesting strategy um, about those kind of things. Um, he talked about it on Rogan's podcast. He was like, I tell myself, you know what? Maybe I might. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I will forget the lyrics. But it just kind of makes you relax because yep. – the more you think about it, the, the more likely you're going to mess up. Yeah. Man, Luke Combs' new album was so good, too. Yeah, it was. It was great. Um, but, uh, yeah, she. I think she just got in her head. And so her, her verse came around, and she sang, like, the first part, and then she just broke down. Um, and that's probably another reason they didn't really show it on TV. Uh, uh, so was it by design that y'all didn't have any sleep? I mean, is there a point to that? That's the, um, that's the business, man. It's the business. I think I think they want to push us to our limits, um, which is kind of which is kind of why the duet round was easy because a lot of people sounded bad. They yeah. didn't they didn't they didn't show a lot of duets because some of them just weren't that great. Um, but they just wanted to test how you reacted, how yeah, you responded yeah. to adversity. Um, they weren't even worried about lyrics. I don't know if y'all saw, but there was a uh, there was a duet that aired during duet the duet week, um, and it was Zachariah Smith, who's in the top five right now, and uh, his duet partner, and they completely forgot the lyrics to "I'm Still Standing" by Elton John. Oh wow! And completely for completely, they pulled out their phones, and Katy Perry was like, "Do y'all have a call to make or something?" <laughs> and they were like, "No, we don't know the lyrics." And she was like, no, put your phones away. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> and they just went off of each other. And they were like, that's the whole point of this round. Oh, we okay. want to see how two people bounce off of each other, work with each other. Um, so just, it's like you said, it's showbiz, man. It's, yeah. um, I don't think the judges get very much sleep. And let me tell you something. My background is sleep. I, I, uh, I worked for a mattress company. Yeah. Sling and spring, um, baby. Sling and spring, baby. I, wor- <laughs> I worked for a mattress company, dude. And uh, we're called sleep experts. And that's not a joke. We did training. Really? Literal training on sleep. I can, I can call myself a sleep, sleep expert. I know facts about sleep. And it ruined me because I need sleep now. <laughs> It's like I know how important it is, yeah. and then Hollywood was like, "Nah, you got to forget about overrated. all that." Yeah, sleep's yeah. overrated. Who cares about your health? No, you got to forget about all that. So, uh, yeah. So how so how crazy was? Uh, I guess okay. So you get to Vegas come September, and it's the actual audition in Vegas. So how was that like going into there? Like you just unknown, right? I mean, I think it was unknown what you're gonna do. Yeah, it was it was tough, man. Um, the 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 worst part of auditions is you meet you meet so many people, like even though it gets cut to one fifty at at 
at the first round of Hollywood week, there's probably about 300 contestants per audition city. So there's a lot of people who just don't make that cut. And, um, unless you're really bad uh, yeah, like, or you got a really good story you, unless, or you're really good. Exactly. Yeah. Or, exactly. But, you know, but, um, so we're waiting around all day and we don't know when we're going. They just come get us. We're loaded up in this holding room. I'm not kidding. Like it shows you. Yeah. yeah. There's probably 300 contestants in this holding room. Now, to be fair, several of us are getting pulled out to do B-roll filming, yeah. stuff like that. Um, so like, it's not constantly packed, but there's a lot of people in there at once. One of my, one of the coolest moments was we had about 75 people in there maybe. Um, and it was early in the morning. It was the morning of my audition round. And uh, at this point, I don't know when I'm going. I just know they're going to come call my name. Uh, so everybody was not eating breakfast. Everybody's nervous. People are going to the bathroom to vomit (laughs) and stuff. And I'm like, I'm the kind of guy that. I'm not like an attention horror man, but I just, I love, I love being the guy, you know, and Luke Luke Bryan said that when I got eliminated, he was like, you know, you're just the guy. It's a great quality to have. And, uh, so I'm like, I'm gonna get everybody out of this, this, uh, bad mood that everybody's in. Everybody's nervous and stuff. I told my guitar player buddy, I was like, play Wonderwall. There you go. That'd get everybody I, I got everybody in there to harmonize Wonderwall with me. And then one of the producers comes out and she's like, Hey, that was really cool, but y'all were not supposed to do that. We're filming and we have to start <laughs> over. <laughs> and the one guy looked at me, one camera guy looked at me, he was like, Really, Wonderwall? And I'm like, Hey, man, it's a good song. <laughs> Dude, it's still a great song. It's a great song. Uh, you asked me about Cabo. So we were, the last night we're there, we're outside the restaurant. And they got these two Hispanic guys walking down with guitars. And uh, it's our buddy's birthday. We're like, hey, sing a song. And he's like, play uh, Wonderwall. And, dude, these guys went at it, sang the whole song. I love Wonderwall, in the, dude. in the street. Uh, then then they awesome. sang Friends in Low Places. Yeah. But I didn't even add because we're from Texas. And they started singing Garth Brooks. Man, I want to go to Cabo <laughs> so bad. But uh, anyway, so I'm I'm hearing news of a lot of people that I've met getting eliminated and uh it's just it, 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 it was hard news to take and it's like probably five o'clock and somebody goes hey there's a sheet of paper up there by all the producers because there's like a producer's table in the holding room and it's like and it looks like a list of who's auditioning today in order and goes you're the last one on there and i'm like i hope i'm not the last one to go i hope it's alphabetical or something yeah um sure enough dude it's nine o'clock and uh i I was super super tight with the producers okay Okay. so i'm I'm not going to name any names here but uh uh some of them would tell me things i wasn't supposed to be told just yet (laughs) um so i i I asked i was like am i last and she's like yeah you're last i was like okay um so it's probably about 10 o'clock at night man and, and you've been there all morning? We've been there probably since 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. my. Were you there, Grace? You yeah. were there, too? Grace was there the whole time. Um, so <laughs> they 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 even set it up that way to where, like, I told you there's probably over 100, 150 people in the holding room at once at, yeah. some, uh, at some points. And um, they did filming with me and Grace where nobody was in the room. So it felt like they were setting it up to where I was going to be the last one to audition yeah. and stuff. Like, we've been waiting all day. This is the yeah. best one we got. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Um, so 
that's how they were setting up the filming and everything. And um, my buddy Colt Glover, uh, he's he's absolutely my best friend that I've met on the show. He's okay. he's he's from the Houston area, but he currently goes to uh, OK State. He oh, lives in Stillwater. That's right. That's yeah, go yeah. Pokes. Uh, well, I'm an Aggie. I'm an Aggie, but go, oh, yeah. go Pokes because my friend goes there. they were. Um, <laughs> so the elevator doors open for me to go to the floor where the audition room is and Colt Glover's holding his golden ticket. Oh, and cool. like that just made, that made me happier. Yeah. It made me happier more than me winning the golden ticket. He's cut your guy out too, obviously. <laughs> yeah. He sounds okay. just like Tyler Childers, dude. Oh, nice. I'm not kidding. Okay. Like you put me and him in a room together. It's a Chris Stapleton, Tyler Childers. <laughs> face. It's they, he's a great man. He's got a great voice. Childers. Yeah. Yes. He sounds just like him. He's like a mix between him and Zach, Zach Bryan. Oh, um, he's killing it. But, uh, so I was like, yeah, no, that, that's got me pumped up. That's got me pumped up. So we go to the room. There's like four people in front of me and they're just coming in and out and and out and and out. And then it's my turn and I'm pacing the floor. I'm sweating bullets, man. Um, I'm just, I'm nervous as all get out. I'm drinking water. I'm drinking so much water, but my, just like my thirst is not getting quenched, man. It is driving me crazy. <laughs> So I go in the audition room. It might have a lot to do with Vegas air, too. So yeah. I go into the audition room with super, super dry throat, like very dry throat. Uh, um, and I'm like, I'm about to sing Stone by Whiskey Myers with song. a dry throat. I was like, I got to hook him with that story there at the end, just in case. <laughs> and, uh, well, yeah, man. That. But so <laughs> I go in there and... Uh, before before I go in there, my, my my producer, he's the same one that sent me the original message. Okay. To get me to come onto the show, he is like one of the head producers of the show. Um, okay. I told him, I'm like, man, I'm tired, dude. I was like, I wanna I wanna have more energy for something like this, and he's like, we're all tired, man. He yeah. Goes, the yeah. judges are tired. The producers are tired. <laughs> yeah. He's like, the producers are tired camera people were tired the judges are really freaking tired he goes that's why it's your job to go in there and wake them up that's a and long day no dude you're not you're, you're telling me and most of those guys are union so it's crazy that they work that long because mm-hmm. they do uh, one of them was explaining how they get paid um they they were like they get paid by the hour so like eight dot like eight hours is a full day's pay yep um i think like four two or four extra hours is overtime um, if they work 16 hours, um, they get paid double, uh, double overtime, I think is what it's called. And if they work a whole, no, it's t- 10 hours is overtime, 12 hours is like double, and then 16 hours, they get paid what they're paid in a whole week in one day. Holy cow. And I was like talking to one of them. I was like, if I was you, I would just work. He goes, I don't have anything better to do. I'm one of the people that just does the 16 hour days every day. He's like, I don't have anything else better to do. <laughs> and they're a Disney company. And so, like, these people work on Disney sets, ESPN sets, uh, several other, like, uh, like uh, American Idol's a Simon Cowell show. Yep. So yeah. they all work on uh, Dancing with the Stars. They all work on America's yeah, Got Talent, that, too. AT, yeah. Um, so anyway, he's like, yeah, man, you just, you gotta go in there and wake him up. And so, um, 
I'm never I, I never played football, man, but I try to pump myself up similar to a way a football player would before he steps out onto the field. You're like, Grace, slap me in the face. Yeah, no, well, I, <laughs> I started I started banging on my own chest and I'm like, I mean, I'm getting pumped up and like I just walk in the room and I just clap my hands really, really loud. I'm like, Let's go, baby. I just let out a let's go, there you baby. Go. And Lionel Richie dug that energy and I stepped up and one of the biggest compliments I get from people that have watched my audition is, uh, man, you were so composed. You look so good up there. And I'm like, I was shaking, dude. <laughs> yeah, I you was, couldn't tell. Oh, dude, I was rough. I was just like, you got to try to be yourself, man. Just breathe. Try to be yourself. Try to be that tray from the Fae that everybody loves. And, um, be you, man. Yeah, just be me. And so that's that's what I did. Um and everything was cool. I did. I did the audition song. Um, there's there's a lot they didn't show. Uh, like I, I, we we talked for like five minutes before I sang. Me yeah. and the judges did, um, and we we made jokes about mattresses and stuff like that. Um, and he asked me this. Luke Bryan was like, "What song are you going to sing?" And he goes, uh, "All right, man. Sounds good. I guess I guess he's heard the song before. I don't know." Um, so I sang stone and again, I just had dry, dry throat. Um, I was like, it didn't come out bad, but I know I could have done a whole lot better. Um, and as soon as I got done singing, all three of them stood up and just started clapping crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, the first thing I said was y'all sit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, y'all sit down, man. I was like, y'all don't got to stand up for me. So who was prettier in person? Luke Bryan or Katie Perry? Or Katie, Lionel Richie? Katie Perry's pretty, man. She's pretty. Katy Perry's pretty. Um, but they they look different in person than they do on TV. Oh, like, yeah. They have this certain glow on TV that they don't like. The crazy thing is, is we, we uh, the American Idol circle that you stand in to audition is yeah. pretty far away from the desk. Really? Yes. Like farther away than what it looks like on TV. And so when you're standing that far back, you know, they look like what you kind of see on TV, especially for me. I have really bad eyes. Okay. Um, and so they were just like, uh, just like looking at them. And um, I got done singing and. I was like, let me come shake your hand, Luke. And he's like, no, nah, man, come give me a hug. And I gave all of them a hug. And that's like when I got up close. I was like, oh, you guys are wearing a lot of makeup. Is Luke Bryan tall? Uh, Luke Bryan is huge. He's a big guy. I huh? wikipedia Luke Bryan, and he said he's six foot tall. I said, bullshit. That boy is six foot four, <laughs> six foot five or something. He's taller than he me. He looks like a big cat, dude. Yeah. I'm six two. And he, looks bigger than, like, he looks like a big guy. He's, he's, six, he's six foot when he's, on, when he's gyrating his hips. No. Oh, dude, I love it. <laughs> He's he's no he's no he's no Braden the Canadian King so uh, he's a, a buddy of mine that was in Vegas with us he's okay. f- he's from Canada um, and he's six foot ten um, and yeah. he, he never got no TV time but he's a country singer he made it to top uh, top tw- uh, fifty five just like I did he got cut okay. at the same time that I got cut uh, but now six foot ten he makes me look small that's big yeah huge. I would I would not want would you rather be six foot ten or four foot ten. Six foot ten any day. Any day. I saw this the other day, man. (laughs) No woman wants a guy that's four foot ten. No, no chance. No, not unless you in like fifth grade. So Grace, how how nervous were you? Mm, I was crying the whole time. Yeah, (laughs) crying. the The best part is, is she was crying the whole time, but my producer was crying right along with him. How long were y'all in Vegas for? Uh, six days, seven days. 
Do they pay? Do that? Do they pay for you to go? Being that they asked you, so they pay for everything as far as flight and hotel. Okay, um, which I have no idea how. Man, these American Idol projects have to be million dollar projects. Oh yeah, to fly everybody out, everybody's hotel room, everybody's food. Dude, there's Uh, a lot of uh, ad money that American Idol brings in, and it's prime time and syndicate. I mean, put it this way: they're making a lot of money. Yeah, I know they're making (laughs) a lot too, but man, they just they spend it like it doesn't exist. I can I can imagine. Well, when you're making when you're making four hundred million dollars and you spend a hundred million, who cares? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that's that. uh, That's that Patrick Mahomes money right there. There So you're 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 there that that long? Yeah, we were there for about about uh, a week. uh, and we're we're working on getting paid. I think they're paying me um, just to be there. Um, I haven't gotten it yet, but I think that's something that does happen. Yeah. Are you going to go back during any of the last stuff? You think? No. no. So actually, I'm going to air May fifteenth. Um, they're doing a special uh, like the journey to the finale. Yeah. Um, which is the Monday after, so like a, a week from today, okay. uh, next Monday, May fifteenth. Um, they're doing uh, an episode. They actually came back and did some hometown filming with me after I got eliminated, um, oh, like a good four or five months after. So I got eliminated in December, and they came and seen me in April. I think April or March. Um, and they just wanted to catch up with me, and they were like super happy to find out that I didn't work for the mattress store anymore, and I'm doing I'm doing music full time. Um, I picked up the guitar. Uh, which is which is something I was pretty determined to do after I got eliminated. Um, it's just really the only way to write music. It's, yeah. So so you had never played the guitar beforehand. No, I've never. never. So you're 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 taking a crash course. At yeah, it right I'm now. pretty fresh, man. So um, my buddy Beckett Beckett McDowell, his dad is Malcolm McDowell. Um, he was the doctor in the Rob Zombies film of halloween okay um his brother is something mcdowell who's married to lily collins and so he's got like a famous hollywood family um they live out in california and uh he i I tech he's a part of our group chat um he made it through top 24 um but he has his own story to tell um, and he, you can find it in news articles. I just, I won't be the one to tell the story. Um, but he withdrew from the competition. Oh, wow. Um, and, um, I texted the group chat and I'm like, Hey, what do you guys recommend I do about getting a cheap guitar? I figured I was like, I was just going to go to a pawn shop, find the cheapest guitar I could find and pick it up. I don't need nothing fancy yet. I just need something to learn on. Um, and he was like, I have this Fender Newporter that's like a $500 guitar and I'll send it to you for two fifty. I was like, I just quit mattress firm. I yeah. was like, I don't, I don't want to spend two fifty right now. Right. I don't have any gigs lined up. Um, I was like, I appreciate the offer though. And he goes, if I send it to you, could you pay for shipping? It's like 60. And I was like, if you want to do that, yeah. Um, and like at midnight, he sent me a message that night. He's like, don't worry about it. It'll be there in like 10 days. I was like, sweet. <laughs> so I got this brand new Fender guitars, awesome. email, uh, mailed over from California. Um, and yeah, I just, I've been teaching myself. I've been seeing you when you played the, oh man, what was the last staple in the song you did on there? You, you, you mentioned on your, your caption that you're, you're just learning that one. Yeah. Um, cold. Yeah, oh, that was probably, yeah, that was probably one of them, yeah. Killed that. Um, but yeah, no, it's, 
it's different for me because I feel like I have an ear for music. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've been told by a lot of my friends from Idol, they're just like, Trey, you learn guitar really fast. Like where you're at compared yeah. to where I was at along that journey. It's like, you're far beyond where I was. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. No, it's super, super good to hear, especially when I think I suck. Yeah. But, uh, when did you start singing? I mean, I, uh, that's crazy, dude. So are we, are we, you, when did you realize you could sing pretty good? 20, not even 2020, like 2021. Really? <laughs> so you learned I, on American Idol. I, yeah. I, <laughs> honestly, dude, American Idol was like really the only thing that took American Idol for me to be like, okay, my voice is pretty good. Yeah. And even to this day, I, I have trouble liking my own voice. It's something a lot of musicians yeah. have, man. Like a lot of musicians have a problem hearing their own voice and stuff. Um, it helps with auto tune and studios and stuff. Too. Oh, yeah. Uh, for some reason, the iPhone has a really hard time picking up my growl and like, it just kind of sounds bad. And so I always use a mic filter on my TikToks. Um, so, We where were we at? When did you learn how to sing? Okay, so I got bullied a lot in school for singing, and I guess I was because I wasn't good. Um, but I always loved to sing. I just I would sing in class. I also had like really bad ADHD, and so I have a problem where if you tell me to stop singing, I'll stop for like five minutes and completely forget, <laughs> and forget you asked me to stop. Oh, yeah. So I'll start singing again. So that was a real problem growing up, um, up until the point where I just kind of grew up and matured and realized that it pissed people off. So I just stopped doing it. Um, and I think I've, I've always been real musical. I felt like I could at least carry a tune. Yeah. Um, and so we, we dated back in 2020 and she used to, she used to like, uh, she used to like my singing. Um, and then we broke up in 2020. We dated for like a month. Grace. And, <laughs> that was my fault, oh. dude. Totally my fault, bro. <laughs> Sang your wrong song. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Uh, no, absolutely my fault. Um, so we. <laughs> What'd you do? She looks like we she got, wants got, you to tell we us. We got Grace. She wants the story. Grace wants the story. Okay, so we'll get around. We'll get around to what I was saying. So Grace, we dated and. It was a really, really bad time to get together, March of 2020. It was just a terrible time. I, yeah. I asked her out on March 1st of 2020. We were drinking, and we, me and my buddies were drinking, okay? Did you have a mask on? And no. So this is, so this is, this is March 1st of 2020. At this time, it wasn't like a huge deal yet. Like we weren't in quarantine. It became huge but, in June. Yeah. But um, there was like cases coming up every now yeah. and then. And I remember being really, really toasted. And I was like, man, we're drinking a lot. What are we celebrating for? And in a joking way, my buddy was like the first case of COVID in the U.S. And I'm like, oh, and then I guess we probably started the pandemic just by saying <laughs> that. Um, I love it. But I remember being toasted, and I'm like, I'm going to ask this girl out. And I had been talking to her through through Facebook dating, I think. And uh, I asked her out, and I'm like, we went on one date, and then I didn't want to hang out with her. Like, I don't know. It wasn't nothing to do with her. It was me. I just also have to explain this date. He promised me dinner. So at this time, I was living at my brother's house. He promised me dinner. Uh-huh. I didn't eat dinner at my brother's house because I was waiting on him. He was two hours late. 
Oh. He's already in showbiz. Yeah. I still got in the vehicle with him. Then he's driving, not asking where I want to go eat. Or I, I was also driving without a license and insurance. Had a voice. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes straight to the movies. And I'm like, nice. So we'll probably get dinner after. No. We didn't get dinner after. No dinner. No dinner. What's up? Took her straight back to the house. That a boy. Yeah. I'm a stud, dude. Boy. I don't know how to treat them ladies. So you went on a first date. You went on a first date to the movie, which is an absolute a horrible idea. It is. No. <laughs> movies were like first date for movies were cool when they whenever you used to drive your car up to the so, screen. Yeah. What movie did y'all see? Uh Invisible Man. Yeah, you were, uh, you almost became invisible. Yeah, that's for I did. Sure. Yeah, no. So I just dropped her back off at her house. Had the had the nerve to ask her to give me a kiss at the end of our first date. And um, did she blush? Huh? No, I gave her a kiss. It was a bad one, uh, but I gave her a kiss. And then twenty twenty. Uh, oh, so how we broke up? So we dated for about a month. I'm loving this. We're gonna patch all your audio in through <laughs> yeah. this camera. Yeah. We. Uh, <laughs> We uh we dated for about a month, and her birthday is March thirtieth, and our one year and or our one month anniversary would have been April first. So I dumped her on March thirty first, a day after her birthday, and a day, day before, before the, our one month. Dude, I don't want to wait till savage. April second. I had shit to do. <laughs> so I would have took this care is, of. This is the guy you hit your wagon to right here. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then we got back together. She dated. She dated quite a piece of shit for a long time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say it on live, dude. Y'all can put that in. Uh, and uh, I have a brand new car, and it's sitting in impound and in, in Mexico right now. Oh, nice. Um, Classy guy. We, we can wait till after. So, uh, what movie y'all go see? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Um, gone in 60 seconds yeah yeah, yeah. yeah gone in 60 seconds <laughs> so um this was great we got we got back together my brother my brother had a wedding and um i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna disappoint my family any longer i'm gonna bring a date to this wedding um and i was like even if it's an ex from two years ago i was like i don't care um and she was the only ex that had just gotten dumped with so i was like i'll pick that one <laughs> And I was like, so we went, so we Dude, went, I love this. We, we went, we went on a date to my brother's wedding and, um, I don't know, man. Well, how, how, it, how it first started was I actually went and did training for a mattress firm, um, and, and, and spring. And at, during this time I had slid in her DMs. I'm like, Hey, I noticed you're not with homeboy no more. <laughs> Yeah, it was really, really funny. Yeah, it was really, really funny. It was like a random, it was a random meme. I was like, and I'm just going to, I was like, I'm going to send it to all my friends. And like, I guess I don't send memes often because she was still in the chat and I noticed her profile picture was changed. And I was like, now's my chance. So Um, I sent it. And so it wasn't him and her, it was just her. And um, I was like, you know what? Yeah. And uh, so... We we talked for a while and I'm in spring and she's like, "Hey, do you want some company?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm in a hotel room by myself." I'm like, "Absolutely." And uh, she comes and hangs out and despite what she thought I invited her over for, what I thought she wanted to come over for, we stayed up till like four o'clock in the morning just talking. 
Yeah. Just talking about what we've been through in the past two years since we've seen each other last. And, um, man, we just both realized, like, man, you're really easy to talk to. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've known you my whole life. And I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a good wedding date. And so, um, we, that was in November of 2021 we moved in together in february of 2022 how old are y'all yeah don't uh, wait yeah I'm, I'm i'm i turn 22 tomorrow oh dude. and she just turned 22 march 30th nice yeah. see i've been together a little over a year okay a little over a year a year and a half year and a half now right dude, you know it's funny y'all are do you just turn 22 i turn 22 tomorrow me and my wife will been together 21 years mm. isn't that crazy that is crazy 39 He's we 40, 19. He's 49. I'll be 40 in June. I'm 20. Don't look at, don't look at dude, dude. I'm 22. I'm like 29. I am. Suck it. Do I'm, I look younger? He looks older. I look younger. I'd say about 30. Oh, you old bitch. <laughs> okay, there's one person in the world that would say that. Dude, me he's and gonna, best friends, He's going to stick to that for the rest of I'll never hear the rest of it. Thanks a lot. Thanks for gracing Thanks, us, babe. Grace. Thanks, babe. <laughs> That's why I bring her to stir up shit. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I love it. So, so was mattress firm? Was mattress firm upset you left? You put them on the map, dude. I did put mattress firm on the map, man. So this is what happened. Um, I'm in Los Angeles, and Grace calls me. I miss a lot of work because of American Idol, yeah. and so we're 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 kind of deep, and 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 I wouldn't say debt, but like we had a lot of bills due, yeah, and we just didn't have the money for it. And um, she calls me while I'm in Los Angeles, and she's like, "Hey, um, rents due at our apartment. We used to live in Beaumont, Texas, yep. um, and she's like, rents due in our apartment." And, like, we just don't have it. And I'm like, see what you can do to back out of it. And she's like, the only way we can back out of it is if we leave, like, now. And I'm like, okay, my plane lands on the 14th, and we were moving in Santa Fe by the 15th. And so, like, as soon as I got back from Los Angeles, we moved from Beaumont to Texas. Um, or Beaumont, Texas to Santa Fe. Um, well, it's it's basically Louisiana, yeah. you know, over there. Yeah. Um, I worked there for years. Yeah, um, Beaumont is a. Psh, you know what's good about Beaumont? Nothing. I, I was about to say I, I don't personally know. I was going to see if you knew. Um, <laughs> it's been told to me it was a butthole type. No, so like there's there's Ford Park. A lot of good concerts going on at they Ford do. Park. Yeah. I've seen Cody Johnson there. There's yeah. good there's good kids baseball fields out there. They is do. there? We, do, we go there for baseball. Ford, yeah. Ford baseball. The baseball field's right there at the uh, Ford Park. Is nice. Yeah. Other than that, man, it's. It's a tough place to live in. It's like a, it's like a small town with big city problems. Yeah, like it's not that big of a place, but there's a lot of homeless people. There's a lot of traffic. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of crime. High, a lot there's, of crime. Yeah, a lot of crime. We lived been. in the, Actually, the ghetto, dude. On, really? The road that we lived on was known to be the worst crime. Really? Crime. Yeah. That's not, yeah. Good, I, good thing you got out of there. I had lived there like less than a year and I'm telling all my uh, co-workers at Mattress Firm, I'm like, yeah, we're we're moving in on so-and-so street and they're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're brave. And I'm like, so that was, so that's when you quit Mattress Firm? Yeah. So, move? so I was like, I was like, it was, it was really last minute. I had a, I had to text my boss where I'm like, hey man, I was like, I know it's not ideal, but as soon as I get home, I have to leave. I was like, can you transfer me? And they're like, no, we really can't. There's not any store open, uh, like openings. Like five days before my audition aired, um, I'm still looking for a job, right? 
and um I've 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 hadn't had a job for like two and a half months at this point. So I'm like, I need I need to work. Even yeah. if I don't want to, I need to work. Yeah. Um so I go in for for an interview, a position opens up down here. Um and I went in for an interview and it goes good. The person who interviewed me used to be my old boss. Um so it was it was all good and everything and my audition aired and then I blew up again. Yeah. Like I blew up again and you can read my DMS and people are just still trying to book me and book me and book me and book me. And so then I was like, can I do gigs and mattress firm? Should I just stick with gigs? Um, and I got a call like two days after my audition aired and they're like, yeah, no, we want you to come back. I'm like, of course you do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to sell a shit ton of mattresses for you guys. Yeah. That's why you want me to come back. Yeah. And um, I had to make a decision, man. I, I I knew the mature thing to do was to do mattress selling and gigs on the side. Yeah. Um, you got to go all in, man. But I firmly and truly believe that we're put on this earth to do a career um, that we want to do. Yep. There's There's – I, I think there are certain things that happen like mass shootings and and people wanting to harm themselves because of that reason, because yeah. they're, they feel like they're stuck in a cycle, in a circle. Um, so I, I truly believe I'm like, man, I, and, and I tell people this all the time. I have friends who are in the dump and I'm like, find that thing that you want to do, even if it seems ridiculous, even if it seems like never in a million years, I'd get to that point, chase it. Because a year ago, I said the same thing. Never in a million years would I be on American Idol. Yeah. Never in a million years would I be on on one of the biggest shows on network television. And um, it's just ridiculous shit happens life in life. Life change, man. It is. Ridiculous shit happens in life. And all you got to do is just go after it, you know? Um, so I had to make a decision and I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do music. I have to just because I can't walk into a mattress store, sit down at a desk and pretend I'm happy. Yeah. You know what you could do? Yes. I'm always thinking of business ventures. That's always my, my mind. Why don't you just become a spokesperson for mattress firm? Hey, I'll, (laughs) if I, if I, if I receive the call, I'll take it. I'll we'll start a petition for that too. I'll, yeah. We'll get we'll get uh, that square away for put, you. Put that next to Austin's Austin's petition. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get Eckler paid, and we're gonna get you to be a spokesperson. All right. See which one happens first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, yeah. I got faith in you. Yeah. So so what are you doing now? You doing a lot of shows? You doing? Uh, I know you said you like. So I mess. I mean, you're so funny thing when I messaged you. You read it like a couple of days later, mm-hmm. and he never responded. I was like, "Oh man!" I said, mm-hmm. "I said, dude, he read it." I said, "But he hasn't responded yet." So I'm sure he's getting blown up. So I hate to. I was like, "Man, I'm close." That's the only reason I was like, "Okay, we're close. We got some kind of connection here." I said, "Man, we just we really want to talk to you, you know, just because one people around here like to see you. Plus, yeah. there's other people that want to hear from you, you know." Uh, so and then when you, you responded, I was pumped. You saw that I read it, yeah, <clears throat> babe. We got to change that on my settings <laughs> to where. People don't see I read their message, yeah. even if I did. Because I didn't, I didn't want to do this podcast, but I said, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is this on, this was on Instagram? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there a way to stop that from happening? I don't know. No, there is. There, so, like, on all of them, there's a way where it just says delivered instead of read. Yeah. Um, it showed that you've seen it. I was like, okay. 
I'm, so I called him. I said, hey, good news. He's seen it. I said, I, I, I don't know. I said, we just shot a shot and see if we can get him. I'm getting better at that kind of stuff, man. Like you said, it, it's, it, it's, I'm not really super, super busy. Um, I get maybe five to ten messages a day of people wanting me to do something. Yeah. Um, it's all about just taking the leap. I have a, I have a hard time taking leaps sometimes, yeah. man. And um, I have to remember. I was like, you just got to keep the momentum going. Dude, you know, and I, a podcast like this is a great way to do that. I've talked to a lot of people in my DMs over the last eight years of what I've been doing. Uh-huh. i talked to a lot of people. Uh, just one, because I know the feeling that I get or my wife gets. She met somebody she likes, and they talk to her, whatever. And I was like, man, it's such an easy thing just for you to know mm-hmm. going forward. Even if somebody just says something to you, like if somebody says something funny or interesting or asks a question, I'll answer them just so they be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. It's just like it's such an easy way to uplift somebody's day. And that's just a it's such an easy way to make somebody happy. And yeah. then I've got some guys and the ladies that I've talked to for years on Instagram just yeah. because it's just one of those things where I've just kept up with them. And they same. I had a buddy that had that conversation with me the other day. He was talking about like um Responding to comments and stuff. Just be a genuine man. Like, if you want to do it, if if that's you, do it. If it's not you, then don't. That is me. That's that's the thing. That is me, man. It's just like, um, I I did I did it a lot before American Idol. Like on TikTok, you can go look at the TikTok videos that blew up. Like the first couple people that would comment, I'd always respond to them. I just need to get back in the cycle of doing that. Yeah, man. it's, It's something super easy, and people remember that, and they will tell X amount of people that don't know you that'll mm-hmm. be a fan of yours because oh man my friends he talked to Trey from the Fay. oh who's that guy and then you listen to him and then like i'm telling you that it, it, it'll just grow your network yeah it, I, it really will i tried to uh like here recently like i try to be a celebrity that i would like to meet you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah. um like my my probably biggest icon in music right now is co wetzel I would freak out if he commented. Awesome. I would freak out if he commented on my video or replied to my stuff. Yeah, and there's people who look at me like that right yeah. now. Oh, there's there's people that, out there that look I'm, at Trey from the Fay and they're like, "That's my yeah, co-ed, so that's I'm my Luke Combs." And then you got a touching story. Yeah. And so, like said, uh, I mean, I'm sure you maybe have or somebody reached out to you like, "Hey, this happened to me or whatever." Uh, yeah, man, it's just. Like, I, I just I just got a message today from a Vegas survivor. Really. And they're like, "Hey, man, just I don't want any. I don't want any." you know cloud or anything like that i just want to let you know I, i'm here with you i've been through it um but yeah that that's that uh that kind of stuff is cool and i just kind of have to be better at responding and stuff um somebody decided to jump on our podcast man i love podcasts really okay good. yeah if if, if if i feel like this podcast is a starter and one day i'll be on Theo's one day I'll be on Joe's and if they can be like man we saw you on Dale not Dale and we love to have you on our show you that's go. the reason I yeah. was like Dude, I, I've been ta- I've been saying yes to a lot of things over the last couple of years like if some get an opportunity I just do it and say yes uh, man. like I said we did my sister-in-law's uh, I know Grace said she followed my sister-in-law Danielle she has her boutique mm-hmm. she has her fashion show every year well this this year was her second one and me and Vaughn we were emceed like we hosted it and so it was, it was fun you know it was, yeah, like, awesome. it was just something like I said hey we want to do it she's yeah. like oh really I'm like yeah so and then she's like alright we'll let y'all do it don't screw it up I'm like I love podcasts man I want to podcast fun I want to start my own number one because I feel like I'm a good interviewer I yeah. feel like I can have I mean this I feel like we're having a good conversation yeah, right absolutely. now um, 
I want to do it with people on Idol. Like, sit down with me. Let's let's like make behind some, the scenes. Yes, let's make some drinks, man. Let's sip on them and just like talk. And we could talk for three hours. Yeah. And, and and there's there's fifty different people I could have those conversations with. Yeah, I mean that that's the cool thing. You, you've got your background. Uh, you're a great singer, and then you meet a lot of cool people. You're going to continue to keep meeting people. Yeah, I know. And you got to leverage those connections. That's what we do, man. I, I leverage connections to other connections mm-hmm. to try to find people. Uh, that's what you, you got that. Man. Yeah. Are, so, do, are you, like, big on TikTok? Do you get on it a bunch? We do. So we have a we have a family one we started. <clears throat> like, we have one for the podcast. It's growing. But I have one for my family we started in 2020. Uh-huh. And me and my wife and my two kids, we do TikTok dances and all kind of stuff. Yeah. Just and that's that we blew up like we don't do them enough anymore so now we need to start doing yeah. them to are you familiar with justin nunley yep i talked to him so he is one of the coolest guys ever um he commented on my broken halos video after it was posted oh, that's cool um and so he's he's been a friend of mine on on social media since then um and he saw my audition and he sent me a message and he was like um do you mind if i pass your name along to some people i know and he does videos with jelly roll and bunny and he does videos with jordan davis yeah. and i'm like yeah absolutely i was i was just with a buddy in cabo and he's friends with jelly roll yeah so i'm trying to work that connection Dude, to get him on jelly here. roll is somebody Dude, jam i would love to jam with but like i feel like i'd be a perfect opener for his shows yeah um i'm just i'm like i'm more of a clean cut jelly roll but i get a lot of my inspiration from jelly roll it's a good lot. man hey my you're minus the face tattoo yeah right right yeah. you the gotta go all and everything just like him him and co wetzel like him him co wetzel chris stapleton you want to ask me who my icons are that's them okay i like yeah. co a lot yes yeah i like but uh i mean hell one of my favorite parker songs is the one he did with co yeah you know Love. like that uh, yeah, yeah i mean that's a great song that's one of the best songs ever well-written song well, and it's, it's deep man yeah it's, it's it really a dark, is it's a dark it really it's dark it's funny he'll sing that song and he'll be like i wrote this song about a stripper yeah. it's like <laughs> <laughs> and it's like such a sad song that's why i like co it's like a lot of his songs are sad and come from a point where i've been in my life before but they make you and he gets rowdy yeah. they make you want to headbang no matter how sad the song is he they jams. just make you want to headbang man i love co yep uh dude. so so your life basically this is all new to you yeah um and it's hard to keep up with yeah it's hard to keep up with it's hard to get used to too yeah um uh like i'm glad we didn't stay back in beaumont or nothing like that but i grew up in santa fe and i i went to the same stores the same grocery stores the same corner stores the same mcdonald's yeah and now i go to those places and i'm trey lewis now i'm not just another customer um and so it's pictures with people people want to have conversations with me and it really is cool dude it's so so cool but i'm like i consider myself to be a pretty humble guy and so i get back in my car and i'm like why would they want a picture with me you know and i know why i know why it it takes it takes a lot to get used to yeah it's a lot to get used to yeah it's definitely something yeah i mean dude it's it's one of those like coming from obviously i'm older nobody has their shit figured out at 21 years old Mm -hmm. nobody does i still don't and you are on a fast track to have to hurry up to figure it out yeah which is a which is is tough for some people to do for me it's better though 
I've I've always been better in situations where like I just I get pushed in and thrown in. Yep. And then like improv it, dude. Yeah. I've I've always been I'm like a winged guy, dude. I'm a winged guy, man. He hates it. I'm a winged guy. <laughs> Me and him are so opposite. She hates it. He's like very structured, very smart, and I am not structured and I'm dumb. You're not dumb. I know, but I like to think I'm dumb. <laughs> it's just fun. Like I just go with it. Like yeah. that's just what I've always done, man, and I've always made good decisions uh-huh. and I followed my gut. You know, I feel like if it if it happened easy or if it uh like I said, if it seems like okay, it worked out. Like I'm a big believer in if it's meant to be, it's gonna mm-hmm. be. Like dude, I'm telling you, I follow that to a fault. There's that, and 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 because I learn best when I'm pushed in like hard situations. It, it's also a curse because I learn the hard way every yeah. time. Yeah. Every time I learn the hard way. I don't learn the easy way. I have to like go through it. Like so, me and my wife, we've been here 21 years. Like we've had struggles and things, and like I'm like she's like, hey, what are we gonna do? I'm like. It's going to work out. Yeah. It's going to work out. And it does every time. So just for you guys to know, like, man, I'm telling you, if you follow that the right way and just try to make the right decision that you go with, I'm telling mm. you, like, it's it's worked out for me. Thank God. Yeah, it's even nice to, it's nicer to have a gal that, you know, trust that. Yeah. And she, yeah. I, I make, I've made big decisions in work and things like that. And she's like, yeah, you've you've done you've done us right for our family since then. Yeah. So I'm gonna trust you. That's the same kind of thing. It, yeah. it helps for sure. Yeah, it does. Just just uh, be able to have somebody that you can say that to. It'll it'll work out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Because I'd say that more than anything. Dude. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I say that more than <laughs> yeah. anything. Dude. We'll figure it out. And even if we don't, you know, we'll, we're fine. What's the worst that's we're gonna fine. happen? Exactly, yeah. we're fine. So we're for somebody that. We 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 dated for for four months before we moved into we got to moved in with each other. We've lived with each other for over a year now, so we kind of got each other down. Yeah, and uh, I think you know she's somebody I would spend the rest of my life with, and she's she feels the same way. And um, it's just one of, it's a, it's a friend connection, you know. Yeah, Are you about to propose on this podcast? No, Wait, hell dude. no. Hey, we we're we're. We're ordained ministers. We can make this happen nah, legally. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Grace for the faith. We are, dude. We we'd, we'd love to. We'll do it, let's do it right, right now. Gra- no, I'm just kidding. Grace from the faith. So I'll sing at your wedding too. I have I have a uh, I have a sister who who got married kind of at a at a young age and yeah. I just want to avoid that because they're no longer married. So it's like. Yeah, it's it's just, with the right person. Huh? Well, yeah, yeah. And if it feels right, it's just like I'd like to be together for more than at least two years before I pop the question. Yeah. You know just, there's no good time to get married? There isn't. There's there isn't. never. No good time to get married. No there good time isn't. to have kids. There's, a, there, no. there's no good time for any of it. There isn't, man. And the, the, the kids thing is tough because – we want kids, obviously, but she's worked at a daycare her whole life, Ugh, and yeah. like it's just slowly fading away on the thought of her wanting kids. And with me, it's like I don't. The last thing I need right now is a child. Yeah, somebody who is trying to be an up and coming artist. The last thing I need right now is a child. And it's like it's like it's not even that I just don't want kids. It was just it'd be a really bad thing for me to have one right now and i don't want to do that to myself or no, the kids. i mean it's, no, yeah. sadly it's a point in your life where you you're gonna have to be selfish for a while to get to where you need to be no at. and for real that, that's and just part of it it's hard because i'm such a selfless person man yeah. and um 
Yeah, man. Just like, for example, I have a guitar player um, and he he's learning just like me. Um, you know, um, he has kind of like a Slipknot Metallica background and we're, we're trying to get him on like a Chris Stapleton background, you know, um, it, which it makes it easy cause I love co songs yeah. and he's hopping on he board jammed, with co songs yeah. and Chris Stapleton songs. He's hopping on board with that stuff too. Um, but like, um, I know, I know there's, there, there's better guitar players out there. Um, and even if one of them were to come up to me and be like, Hey man, let me be your guitar player. Tell homeboy to kick it. I could, yeah. I could never do could it. Do it yeah. yeah. I could never. Tell him to learn some Hardy, Hardy jams too. Yeah. So we're, 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 we just learned, uh, sign sober you by Hardy. Okay. It's one of the best songs ever written, dude. And it's not even popular. I saw him last year. Hardy with, uh, it was the out. So I know I'm friends with Lainey Wilson. Okay. Pretty cool. Met her. We became friends in 2020. Grace will freak out. Her, uh, I can't. There's reasons I'd freak out over Lainey Wilson dude. too, but I can't say hey, in this room. So her, but so she got a ticket. So when she came to the Woodlands, it was her, Hardy, and Aldine. Uh-huh. Dude, if I was Aldine, I would not let that guy open for me. No, Hardy killed it. Dude. Killed it. Like you forgot Aldine was coming out. I'm telling you, dude. it was that good of a show. Hardy puts on a good show. I've heard. He does. Is, is this like post? Uh, the the new album he has was he doing like a lot of the songs no, from his new album? Okay. This was a year and a half ago. This okay. was before Wait in the Truck, all that. It was okay. before all that stuff. So because like, I know he just released the it was like the Crow. No, nope, it wasn't. It was before that album. Okay, because that album yes. slaps. But dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> I love it, he dude. Was, I, I'd love to go to a concert with that with that album. He was played. unreal live, dude. I Golly. bet. And I he bet. played. Uh, I mean, he played all kind of stuff. Then he played some heavy stuff. He played some rock stuff. He covered some rock tunes. I can't remember which ones they were, but he covered like a. Uh, I think he did a puddle of mud song. He did like some other stuff, you know, which was which was cool. One thing I'm starting to learn too is, uh, like, I, I grew up going to a lot of concerts. I saw a lot, a lot of people growing up, and I remember going to some of them and just being like, "Huh, they don't sound too great in concert." Yep. And like that is the case for a lot of people. Um, and so I've tried to become less insecure if I have a little slip up, because I know it's like super, super normal. But like I'm, I'm so hard on myself when I perform. Yeah. I want to be perfect. And I think it's because I listen to guys like Chris Dickleton. Because I don't know if you've ever heard him live or not. I would see him at the radio this year again. Yes. I've seen him like four times. I've seen him three. I've seen him three. Um, I've seen him at the radio twice. And then the coolest story I probably ever have right behind my American Idol story Um you can go to Chris Stapleton's TikTok page right now. Like three or four of my videos are in his liked videos. Um, because of that, the All American Road Show, which is his tour, yeah. uh, sent me a message on Instagram, and they were like, "Chris loves your shit, man." They're like, "We want you." So this is one of the coolest stories and one of the most tragic stories ever. We want you to come out uh, to the Woodlands to our show um, next time we're in Houston. And I was like, "I'd love to." Give me eight tickets because I got eight people that want to go. I'm like, sweet. I forget my wallet in Beaumont. And it has my ID in it. And they need my ID to know it's me. <laughs> For Wilco. Um, and so I'm like, can y'all please be okay with a picture of my ID? And they're like, yeah. And so I showed them. And I'm like, there's probably only going to be one tray from the Fae that comes up here and asks for these tickets anyway. Um, it's about 7, 7.15. And he comes on around 8. Um, so when we get there, I think L King is performing. Um, and I, I opened up my tickets and there's this envelope in there that reads, um, 
welcome to the All-American Roadshow. We'd like to invite you to join us in the 78th Lounge. And I'm like, where's the 78th Lounge at? And security was like, it's that room right there, but it just closed at 645. I said, what's the 78th Lounge? Oh, that's the green room. That's where all the artists hang out at before they go on stage. Uh, He rode with his friends. Me, his mom, sister, her boyfriend, and my mom all rode together. And we got there. I got there on time. Yeah. So they they got there on time and they missed everything. Yeah. No, it's yeah, a, it's you're a late problem. to date. You, you, you're it's late to see Chris. I get, I get that from my mama. I get that from my yeah, mom. My mom would be late to her own funeral. If you got to make a mentor in this in this podcast, don't let it be Dale. No, I'm on no. time for everything. You are on time for everything, but good God, you, you, organization here. I'm I'm, I'm I'm 100 miles an hour all the time. Well, so, <laughs> we, we 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 do pretty good for like normal things. It's always like the important the things that we're yeah. late for. It's him. Yeah, it's usually me. She's yeah. ready before. Like, I will be ready to go walk out the house two hours before. Hey, when you got a mother like that, you, I was no about loss. to say, I was about to say, it's like. It's outlaw inning. No, dude, it's showering before having a mullet and then after it's like I, I had to learn how to shower with a mullet it's like there's certain procedures into going yeah. to washing long hair and it's like something i learned so like 10 minute showers are now 30 minute showers just because i have to get a lot of, take care of the hair man yeah that was a um probably the best thing i've ever done is grow this mullet yeah i said that on american idol too um helped your persona well man like i i'll never forget the day i just i grew it out and the main reason i grew it out was because no barbershop was open during covid yeah and so my hair got really 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 long and um my buddy was like man you look good with a mullet and screw it so i went and got just the shape cut yeah um and for the first couple of months, it was ugly, man. It was a bad-looking mullet. Yeah. Yeah, just that, 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 that short-haired mullet stage is just looking rough. Uh, but now I have it exactly where I want it. It's probably a little bit longer than I want it right now. So when did you graduate from? 19. So I graduated 2019 from Santa Fe. She graduated okay. 2019 from Alvin. Okay. Uh, so she, she actually lived not that far from me. Uh, just the way the city plan is, it's like her side of the town went to alvin isd yeah and this side of the town so you ever get tired of talking about your story no and i'll i'll, I'll talk about it on here I was curious. Too. I, yeah. I, I, we, um, we, we, we were gonna ask you before what we did we were just curious to see uh i remember i was in beaumont that day playing a golf tournament for work really and i got a phone call from my wife or somebody let me know what's going on and so uh which is crazy because you know i got kids that are they're 12 and 10 now but they were in schools over here in league city but it's it can happen anywhere. I mean, yeah. obviously, no. So, first off, I'd like to say this. Um, just because I went through a school shooting or any mass shooting whatsoever doesn't mean I'm an advocate against right. guns. Yeah. yeah. I grew up in Texas. Yeah. Right. I obviously like to shoot guns. Yeah. Guns aren't, um, aren't the bad people. The reason I say that is because after my audition aired, a lot of people took it the wrong way. Uh as as to what the message I was trying to spread. And a lot, probably a lot of that had to do with the way Katie reacted. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Um, but that's why I say just because I'm a survivor yeah. doesn't mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't support the Second Amendment. Um, so I, I, I could tell the story from the second I woke up. 
Um, I remember stopping in to the gas station by the high school. They had really, really good breakfast burritos. Um, and I got the good <laughs> breakfast burritos, man. And um, I love that. I got two, and I went to go pay, and the lady was like, no. And I was like, okay. Uh, so my buddy had a big, big, big red truck, massive red truck, the tallest truck in the parking lot. And that's saying a lot for Santa Fe. That's pretty, that is, that's pretty solid. Yeah, I don't, that's I don't a lot think people understand Santa the Santa Fe. <laughs> no, dude. A huge Buffet. truck. Um, and we always hung out in it before all of our buddies, just because it was the big truck, they always hung out at it. Um, and it was, it was an abnormal morning just because a lot of people weren't there. Um, they had a Schlitterbahn field trip the day before. Um, and a lot of people don't go to school the Friday after a field trip. Yeah. Number one, number two school was over in less than a week. Yeah. Uh, so it was that, it was like, it was like that last Friday. Cause we get out on the Thursday. Yeah. So it was like that last Friday. Um, about the, it's about the time where the teachers start to use up their sick days. Um, so my art teacher wasn't there. Um, the other art teacher was, um, so seven ten. I think the bell rings. We're wrapping up an art project. Um, it's the last day to finish it. Um, like seven, seven twenty eight. I stood up to go get some colored pencils or something to finish finish my project. Um, and like I pull my chair out to go sit back down and pull. Oh. And at first. <sighs> It's not a gun. There ain't no yeah, way that's no a way. gun, yeah. dude. There ain't no way. What it sounded like was somebody like took a two by four and Slapped them together. hit the side of like the big dumpster. And the thing is, there was a dumpster right outside the art rooms. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, maybe the dump truck came by and like it slipped out of the holders and it hit the ground or something. I don't know, man. Yeah. And then you heard Poof, again. Oh, that's a gun. Um. So. That that part right there was such a blur just because I remember hearing the first shot and everybody having that same reaction, like just kind of staying still. Yeah. And then second shot, act. So the first thing I did was, um, so the, the shots are coming from the art room next to mine. Um, so the art rooms are like this. Here's art room one. And here's art room two. Um, and so they're coming from this room. So we don't see, we don't see the shooter. We don't see any action going on whatsoever. We just hear. So the first thing we do is we rush to the back door, um, of the art room, pretty big art room. Art rooms are big. They're big rooms. Um, it's, it's locked. And the only person that has a key wouldn't be my art teacher. He wasn't there that day. Um, so Looking back on it now, there's like there's always survivor guilt and stuff. Um, I probably could have taken a chair and hit in that black, back glass door, um, but there's there's nothing that you can tell yourself to prepare for something like that. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. no. And like I said, everybody's got a plan to like said. No, dude, and it, it's it's wild. We even had a plan um, because we always talked about it. We we were Santa Santa Fe is it's a crazy town, man. A lot of people have guns, yeah. And to the point where like 
growing up as a kid we were like if a school shooting ever happened here it wouldn't last a long time at all because some crazy redneck would just show up with another gun and take them down um but if that wasn't the case you know one of these crazy redneck kids would go after them and stuff and then i remember one year i was like you know if if something like that were to happen um it, it, it'd, be, it'd be hard for them to stop him if he came over here to the art rooms because the art rooms were so far away from everything else. It's, 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 it's a strangely constructed school. Huh. Um, the art room, the art rooms and the, the, like the ag department rooms are pretty far away from everything else. Okay. Um, so a lot of action going on, uh, but we don't see it. We just hear it. And the back door won't open. And, like, the first thing I do is I crouch under a table. And I'm there for less than five seconds before I'm like, this ain't going to work. I was like, I'm I'm an open target right now. Uh, Got to get up and move. For some reason, I remember seeing – so there's two closets and the art rooms, and they're both shared by each art room. So one is like – you know what a kiln is mm-hmm. where you uh, heat up – For pots. Yeah, for pots and clay and yeah. stuff like that. Um, there's a kiln closet, um, and there's a supply closet where they keep like uh, brooms, paper, pencils, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's two doors to each room, one door for one art room, and then one door for the other art room. Um, so as I'm standing up, I see the kiln closet full of people, and somebody shut that door, so I can't go into that closet. And a closet full of people, and um, the first closet, but the door hadn't been shut yet. So I crawled in there and the first thing I do is I grab the handle and I go to shut the door. And right before I shut the door, I can see in the crack, the shooter coming up to our entryway. So I shut the door. The first thing I do is I, I, I grab, I grab the, the handle and I put my body against it. And man, I can't even describe what I'm feeling as far as adrenaline. Oh. Um, so I put myself up against the door, hold the handle. Um, and a young man named Christian Riley Garcia, he was like, he didn't really say anything, but he kind of looked at me and I could understand what he was telling me. He was telling me to back away from the door. He's got it. And so I backed away from the door and, and he put himself in the exact same position that I was in. I grab a broom and I like kind of point it towards the door and I don't know what I'm going to do with a broom, but that's just how I act. And eventually something clicked in somebody's head in that closet to open up the other side of the closet. Okay. Um, because the shooter is now, so I was, I was telling her this, I think the other day, looking back on it now, it was pretty damn ballsy to leave that closet. We didn't know what was going on in that other classroom. We didn't know if there was two people, if there was one. All we knew is if we stayed in this closet, we probably wouldn't get out of here alive. And so we opened up the closet, and unfortunately, we see a lot of aftermath from what happened in the first room. Um, It wasn't as rough as what happened in my room. I didn't see any of that. Um, but there was there was a couple couple bodies recognizable bodies. Um, we run out the front door of the second art room. 
Um, and like I said, it's, it's, it's far away from everything else. It's a long hallway, dude. And again, I say it's ballsy because I don't know if I walk out of this door, homeboys behind there are, me. There are more people. Yeah. There are more people, you know. Uh, it's ballsy to stay, though, too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I run down and like halfway through me running, I'm like, it kicks in my head. Uh, where I'm like, uh, I, I read something where if you're running from a, a shooter, you want to run in a zigzag pattern. And so I run in a zigzag pattern, um, get to the end of the hall. There's a back door to the theater. So you run through the theater, fly out those back doors, and I immediately puke up my breakfast tacos. After realizing what I just did, it was like as soon as that door closed behind me, I just survived a school shooting. Yeah. And I don't know if I've survived yet. I see a kid hobbling on one leg, and his buddy has his arm around him trying to help him hobble. I get on the other side of the guy. He has like his knee is completely blown out and uh, he's like a freshman dude. And uh, we set him on a bench. Ambulance pulls up immediately. The first thing I'm thinking is I'm going to go to hump my buddy's truck, my buddy's giant truck. I'm going to go there because I'm sure he is right behind me. Um, he's going to meet me out here and we're going to go home. Um, but I immediately feel this terrible, terrible, terrible feeling in my stomach. And like, it's like a stabbing feeling. And I'm mm-hmm. like, did I get shot? And I don't even know. And so yeah. I look and I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm still shaking. But like the feeling on my stomach, it's like, it felt like I had been sh- stabbed. Like mm-hmm. it was just, just sharp. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was just because my body was shaking yeah. so much at one point And then it stopped. Um, similar to like just working out all day. And then just going home, your body feels super, so super. Yeah, 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 just, yeah, That's what it felt like. Your nervous system's all jacked up. Yeah. Um, so as I'm leaning up against my buddy's truck, I'm like, I'm going to call him and see if he's okay. I go to grab my phone and it's not there. I left my phone sitting at my table in my art room. So when the news breaks out that there is a shooting and it's coming from the art rooms, everybody that I know and their mother are blowing up my phone yeah. and I'm not answering because oh, I don't have my phone. Your poor parents, man. Um, no, nah, it was rough. It was rough. Eventually I get a hold of a student. Um, so from the truck, a police officer finds me laying there and he's pointing his weapon at me because he don't, don't know. Yeah, he don't know. Yeah. So he's drawn on me. Who are you? Where are you coming from? I'm like, I'm from one of the art rooms. I'm just a student. Oh, yeah, everybody, all the students need to meet at the field house. So we go to the field house, and I meet a kid up there who has his phone. A lot of a lot of kids left their phones in the art room. And I guess it's because, like, it's instinct to pull it out yep. and leave it sitting there. And uh, just within the chaos, you forgot to grab it. I didn't grab anything. I had a backpack and everything. Um, so... We're in the we're in the field house and the ambulance and fire uh the ambulance and life flight are parked like quiet and like not that many feet in front of us. And uh I'm just counting bodies, dude. And I'm like so it gets to a point where I kinda lose track and I'm like, There's no damn way that many people died. Um and I get home. Eventually we get on a bus and I, I we get home and 
I'm I'm just I'm shook it up, man. At this point, like I I I got a glimpse of of the shooter, but I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Um, and everybody was like, they were saying his name, they were saying his name, they were saying his name, and I'm I'm blanking out, and I'm like, I don't I don't know who that is. And he comes on TV, and I'm like, damn, that's why he shot up to school because nobody knows who that is. But when I saw his picture, I knew who he was. Yeah, I was like, I had several classes with this kid. Wow, nobody talked to him. He was just, and he was an outcast. And uh, yeah, ever ever since ever since that, I've been real real good at like finding people like that. Yeah, and kind include of, them. Yeah, yeah, just try to include them. You know. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it was it was surprising to hear um, when, when I saw his face, um, and then at this time it's like two confirmed dead, several missing, um, and again I don't have my phone. There's a, I had a lot of friends in art room and a lot of friends, and uh, the good thing was like I said, a lot of people weren't there. Yeah. Um, so there's just there's a select there's a select few people I'm really really concerned about. Um, my buddy Hunter, he was in the room, um, and uh, my buddy Chase, and our buddy Chris Stone. We all sat at the same table. Um, Hunter's dad saw me in the field house. Hunter is like six foot six three twenty five big brute he was offensive lineman for varsity football and his dad is built the exact same way and he's picking me up by my shoulders and shaking me where is my son where is my son he's angry man i get it and so i'm not the type of person to say your son's fine i saw him i told him i was like hunter's a big boy i said if there if there was a way out of that closet because I saw him go into the kiln closet. I said, if there is a way to get out of that closet, I guarantee you Hunter got out. I was like, if there wasn't a way to get out of that closet, I guarantee you Hunter did everything he could to get out and protect everybody else in there. Hunter got out, but he held Chris Stone as he took his last breaths. Uh, Chris Stone didn't make it. Um, So, and then I hear Chase... I hear my butt like some some guys like I saw Chase Yarbrough get shot. I saw Chase Yarbrough bleeding from the face, and I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "He got shot in the face," and I'm like, "So me hearing my friend just got shot in the face, I'm like, that's the worst thing ever. He is not okay. Um, it was it was bird shot, and so he just kind of got peppered, mm. um, but he he he's he's fine. Like no no major damage, no major scar tissue or anything like that." I hang out with him every weekend. He's a really good buddy of mine. Um, and then just kind of hanging out all day at the house, just every 20 minutes a new name comes across, mm-hmm. a new name comes across, a new name comes across. Um, and Chris Stone was tough. Chris Stone was real, real tough. Uh, but when I saw Christian or Garcia come across the TV, that, that sucked because he's the kid that stepped up for me in the closet. Yeah. And it's like, looking back on my journey right now that I'm going through, at the time, I was really, really questioning why. Yeah. Um, and I'm a religious man, you know, and um, it, it, it didn't make any sense to me. I was like, I I took full responsibility to close that door and put my body up against it, and I was okay with that. But for some reason, my God was not okay with that. Yeah. Um, and... 
the the journey I'm going through right now has to be yeah the I mean, reason the, I survived sure. the reason um, why you're here you know which is why American Idol was so cool because they let me they let me tell that story yeah um, and they let me tell that story and and I think they just even though it, it it might have which I don't know if this is true it might have had something to do with how far I went in the show um. I think I think American Idol fell in love with the fact that a guy like me that went through such a terrible thing came out shining such a bright light and yeah. such a positive energy and a and a damn good voice and they were all about it and um I think my journey on American Idol was supposed to last a little bit longer um so either 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 two things happened what I think happened was I absolutely um, bombed my performance. I did. There's no doubt that I did. What happened was it's called Showstopper Round. And I was like, I want to come out here and do a showstopper. You know what I mean? That's the first time you play with a band, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I was like, I want to come out here and I want to I wanna put on a showstopper. Um, and one of my favorite hard rock songs is a song called um, waiting on the thunder by blackberry smoke um, and they're like a southern rock band similar to whiskey Myers. Yep. um and i was like yeah i'm gonna sing this song and so i rehearsed it the night before and like third time through me rehearsing it my voice is like gone Ugh. and so i'm like i'm trying too hard on this song my voice is straining too hard this isn't a song that i meant to sing just yet but nobody's giving me negative feedback. Nobody. Not even not the producers, not the song lady, not the piano players. Everybody's like, You good, you sound great, man, you sound great. And I was like, Maybe like it's just good enough to get me through the next round, you know. And um like I said, I learned the hard way. Every single time I learned the hard way. Um I should have changed that song because when I got on stage, I hit the verse just right. Perfect pitch, perfect tone. Chorus comes in, and I can't hear myself. And all I hear is the backup singers and the band, and the backup singers are throwing me off. Oh. I was like, they're not on key. <laughs> um, and it, it it was bad, man. It was really bad. And um, they they showed that on TV, and they showed me getting eliminated because of it. And even the comments were like, man, it wasn't even that bad a performance. It wasn't that bad. There was a lot, a lot of people that were, that were worse than that. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just either, either I bought my performance or somebody had my back back there and they understood, um, that I had gotten enough exposure Yeah, and that they wanted me to go out there and be free, not held back by any. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways you could look at that, but uh, like I said, uh, everything happens for a reason, man. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it, something there's gonna be so many doors open up for you. I'm sure they already have. Yeah. Uh, but dude, yeah. In, in my opinion, you got there on talent, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I think the story is just a little bit of icing on the cake, just to you know, for as far not advocacy, but you know, speaking about it, that you know, it's obviously an issue in today's society. And uh, if 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 you if you notice on Idol, everybody has a story. Yeah, and it's like every. I mean, you can look at the top five right now, and there there there's some background sob story. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just that's the Hollywood part of it, man. 
And it's, it's kind of sad because there's contestants that out sang me. I mean, every day, all day long, and they can't make it past the zoom audition because they don't have a story. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that definitely helps. I mean, it's still, it is a show. Yeah, it's a show, but they're not going to get somebody who sucks. And then they're like, but he has a good story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, that's a big part of it, man. Like I said, it's a, it is a production. Yeah. Uh, but you're a cool kid. You can sing good. Mm. You had a story. You're like, dude, this is like the perfect storm for American Idol and grab America. Which is, which is honestly why I thought it'd make it a little bit farther than that. But, um, like I firmly believe everything happens for a reason. And uh, yeah. I think I think a lot of good is going to come out of it. So was that your was that your junior year? The, yeah, that was my junior year. Yeah, that was my junior year. Yeah. So so we we went back our senior year. Okay. And we fin- we finished out the school year. Um, Talk about a town coming together, huh? Yeah, it was it was pretty neat, man. It really was. Um, that, that was one thing people. That- that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Just kind of like the, the comeback. Yeah. I mean, so I, I went to school at clear Creek high school, obviously way before you I went to Creek intermediate in sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I moved to Santa Fe in seventh grade. So what people kind of the light shine on, on Santa Fe is, you know, a lot of it was generalizing of, of what Santa Fe was. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, and you said it on the idol, there was a bad light casted upon it. Well, to for me in high school, I mean Santa Fe's twelve ten miles from here. Mm-hmm. There was such a disconnect from any place outside of Santa Fe. Um, I knew nobody from Santa Fe. We didn't play sports together. Uh, I didn't have any friends that had friends from Santa Fe, and we're literally down the road, right? Yeah. But, but we we did know people from Clear Lake and from Friendswood and and, and all of that. Um, one thing that was impactful for me from all the from all the horrible things that happened was it was like a transition from the a surrounding area to go and to be supportive of a community mm-hmm. that that ultimately is me growing up overlooked because it wasn't there you know yeah. it, it is a, it is a farm town it is you know we can call it redneck whatever yeah. whatever you like and it, I think it really opened up to put the to put Santa Fe within you know as another part of. Well, they put their arms the around. Them, yeah, yeah. yeah. Santa Fe is one of the most misunderstood towns. Oh, absolutely. Because we we really are a bunch of sweethearts, man. Yeah. But it's crazy because the, well, that that's the thing is like we're sweethearts, but we're only sweethearts to each other. Yeah. yeah. Like outside of that, it's like. I don't want to say hateful, but like just the, so you got a chip on your shoulder. The, there is a certain stigma in yeah. Santa Fe where like surrounding areas are just kind of like not good enough for us. Yeah. And it's not fancy. It's like, like almost, I'll be honest. I was just scared to death. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not it's, that I think you weren't good enough. I was just no, scared. No, man. To death. It's like I said, it's, it's misunderstood. And when I, when I, when I said bad rap, uh, a couple people attacked me for that. They're like, "That was one of the 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 best comebacks I've ever seen after such a tragedy and stuff like that." I was like, "I'm talking about for the kids." Yeah. I was like, and just when you look up Santa Fe on Google, yeah. Or when somebody it. talks about Santa Fe, it's doom and gloom, man. I, I was mean, I was tired of being like, "Hey, where'd you grow up, Santa Fe?" Oh. It's like, yeah. instead of that, I want it to be like, hey, that's where Trey from the Fae's from. Yeah. Like, that's really cool. And so that's kind of the whole goal is just to um, 
always always remember what happened but um forget the forget the negativity like this yeah, yeah. like I, I referred it to like a dark cloud um and it's just like if it just feels like it's been hovering over santa fe um like you said to where people don't even want to go there anymore yeah. like They'd rather drive down 517 to get to Alvin instead of uh, Highway 6 just because they don't want to drive yeah. through Santa Fe. And um, I remember a cool thing. I went and seen Justin Timberlake like a month or two later when he came to Houston. Yep. And he had that Santa Fe sh- strong shirt on. I, I, got have, the, I got that picture. I was, we were close. I got that picture still. That was awesome. We, we, were, looking at, we were looking at one of the, uh, one of the victims who was, who was shot. She, she survived um, but on her, on her Facebook page. Um, the hospital. Yeah, she, she was she was laying in a hospital bed, and Justin Timberlake oh, was posted up. That's awesome. I love Justin. <laughs> yeah, JJ Watt too. So JJ uh, Watt, um, I think he paid for for the funerals of all the victims. Yes, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, and uh, it was it was it's kind of funny. Um, uh, the Stone the Stone family will think so too. Um, Chris was a diehard Cowboys fan. And it was just kind of funny that Jason no, JJ Watt was yeah. paying for a really really expensive Cowboys casket. Um, yeah. But it was it was really really cool. Uh, Demarcus Ware even came on the big screen during Chris's funeral mm-hmm. um, and gave a message. Uh, oh, cool. But yeah, no JJ Watt's a solid guy. My buddy Chase, who I hang out with all the time, uh, he just pulled up to his house there in Santa Fe. His jacked up truck just pulled up to Chase's house. JJ Watt did. Yeah. Yeah, super cool guy. Super yeah, cool guy. Awesome. He seems like a cool, genuine dude. Yeah. You can tell somebody's good whenever they don't play for this team anymore and everybody and still, loves the guy. Oh, yeah, still, yeah. And he still gives back to this to mm-hmm. the city of Houston. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I don't think he does anything for Arizona. I don't know. <laughs> no, he he retired. He's I think out he now. went and caught a paycheck. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's uh yeah. JJ Watt and Alex I get him on the and, show. Dude. And then you, then you got Mattress Mac, yeah. and then you and then uh, Paul Wall. Those are like the biggest advocates Paul, of Houston. That's, our, man. that's yeah. our Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Houston. Dude, that really is. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna find a spot for old Trey from the Fayette. Dude, dude. Dude. you know what? Uh, you already got a spot. You just a, another petition. We got. Yeah, yeah. We got a petition, petition for you. It's funny because Mattress Mac, like because I was a mattress salesman, everybody asked, asked me about Mattress Mac, and I met Mac. At, at, uh, oh, really? He came to a benefit after the shooting. That's cool. Uh, Mattress Mac is one of the coolest guys ever, dude. Heard heard about that he's from like, everybody. He's like exactly. He's a G man. Well, he's just opposite from what you see in the commercials, man. Yeah. Like you expect to uh, free, free, free today, today. <laughs> yeah. And like he's chill. He's laid back. He's a super cool guy. Um, he uh, we just went to a benefit uh, for 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 animals um, where we painted with a puppy. And we autographed it, and they auctioned it off. And oh, cool. Mattress Mac was one of them. So not only not only is he a great guy, but he's also um, a betting machine, man. Oh, oh yeah, he just dropped one point two million into the, some bets, dude. The, uh, so so doesn't he have the record for the biggest bet placed and won? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's ten million and got back seventy five. Yeah, he yeah. Pay, he placed ten million on the Astros. So he's very smart about it, though. Oh yeah, no, no, he's he's doing well. So this is what he does. It's it's it's, it's all a sales strategy. He hedges it. We'll see these commercials, right? If the team from Tampa Bay beats the team from Kansas City, you get your furniture free, 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 free. But then he places a big bet on Kansas City to win. Yep. So that way, if Kansas City does win, he gets his big-ass bet, 
and everybody gets free furniture. And if they lose, everybody got to pay for their shit. Yeah, yeah. I remember when the Astros won the world, uh, they lost the World Series. That meme that went out there. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, come pay for your shit today, today. You didn't get free shit. You got to get it today. Man, I, I tell you, I tell you what, that uh, he might he might also get those uh, insurance policies. I mean, just like if you get a hole yeah. in one, yeah. and there's a vehicle out there. Yeah, every car dealer in the world that puts a vehicle out on a uh-huh. car free hole, they, get on they it. absolutely want you to make the hole mm-hmm. in one. They love it. Yeah, I bet. So, so what, do you do, what do you do for fun besides singing, man? <sighs> man, so I, I used to be super super active as a kid and and fishing. Um, I fished a lot as a kid. Uh, I've I've kind of slowed down. Uh, I've I've I really just been adulting, you know, for like for the past four years. Yeah, just like kind of sticking to the grind, working and stuff. Uh, not really finding things in between to do for fun. Um, but I'm I'm a real social guy, man. I could hang out with somebody every day. Um, I like so, being, I like I like being around people. Yes, I just love being. I around like the people. audience. It, it makes me sad when I'm not. I know. And it's like um, <laughs> because I don't work anymore, um, and we share a vehicle. Um, she has a she has a full time job, and I, I do get stuck at the house sometimes, um, which is really good for me and my guitar playing. Yeah, that's kind of how I've caught on so quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. If 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 I take any opportunity to hang out with somebody. Um, and so yeah, man, I'm just, uh, that's, that's kind of what I do. Even, even if we go over there to hang, uh, play guitar or, or, or just talk for hours, hanging out with buddies is kind of just what I do in my pastime. Yeah. We need to get you into golf, man. We play a lot of golf. It's a good hang. I think, I think, uh, I think Joe Rogan said this. He's like, I hate golf, um, because I know. I'd be addicted. He's got to so many it. things addicted yeah, already. Like, yeah. I know I would get addicted to it if I played it. Because <laughs> Jamie's and a big that, golfer. That would probably happen for me. Um, I'm not. I'm not great at golf, man. Nobody. I'm not either. great. Uh, I'm really bad at, at putting. Like we go to Top Golf, and I embarrass myself every time. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to lose the grip of the the thing whenever yeah. I swing. Um, but uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge sports guy. I'm, 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 I hardly miss a UFC fight. Um, I'm really, really big into football. Really, really big into football. Um, when it comes to baseball, I usually only watch around playoff time. Yeah. Um, but I keep up with the Astros. So you're a Cowboys fan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah diehard Cowboys fan. Um, unfortunately, I have been my entire life. Um, there's There's been quite a few times in the last – couple years where i've just thought about switching up man (laughs) it's 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 tough it's it's tough she she can she can testify it affects my life way too much Uh, it's how cowboys fans are (laughs) it affects my life way too much man and you they haven't won since you've been born no 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 no, they haven't but at least i watched them with troy aikman and emma smith like i grew up watching the dynasty tony romo prepared us for years of misery with that prescott i did like romo romo's a hell of a golfer yeah yeah well a lot of a lot of football players love playing golf i mean mahomes Uh, a stud mahomes uh, like fitzgerald is like super good at golf good Stephen um, Curry's amazing. Yes, yeah, he's actually he's, he's actually pro golfer status, I believe. He's a plus. Yeah, that's another sport I like to watch in playoff mode. Is basketball playoff basketball uh, is a good time. My 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 team, I would have to say, would be the Phoenix Suns. I like that. Um, 
Well, they went to the finals. Who did they face? The Bucks like two years ago? Yeah. And they won. And I watched. Like, that's when I really got into it. So ever since then, I'm like, hey, I'm just going to root for the Suns now. And then it helps getting KD. Like, yeah. That's a super, super solid signing. So they're they're my favorites to win right now. Um, I've recently, like, kind of gotten into wrestling. Um, you actually love wrestling. Well, like WWE. Yeah. So yes. so when I was a kid, I was a huge fan of it, right? Um, and I didn't even know they still had that. No, yes. dude. So they do. It's so huge. it got really goofy. UFC it, just bought it. Yeah. It got really goofy for a while uh, to a point where it's. See, I grew up in the Attitude Era. Yeah. The Stone Cold. That's, that's when it was good, man. That's I when it was it. good. Um, I was busy. And when I grew up, it was Undertaker and Cena and stuff yep. like that. And that's uh, still a super, super good lineup, man. Um, but it got it got goofy. <laughs> it, it did, <laughs> man. It got goofy for a while. Um, but they're they're starting to pick back up here in the in the past couple. I've been reading years. a lot online about the draft. They had, it shook up a bunch. of yeah, stuff. Yeah, they just had the draft, yeah. and uh, I don't watch SmackDown and Raw every week or no, anything I like that. I every, just, every once in a while, I turn on just to see what the storyline is. Yeah. I'll just kind of see. Well, my thing is, is <laughs> if, if I if I'm watching the pay per views, right? They describe the storyline before each match. Oh, okay, okay. And so I was like, I'm not going to waste my time because a lot of the Raw and SmackDown is a bunch of nobodies I've yeah. never heard of. Um, and then you got like Roman. they made it to where the pay per views are really that's what you got. Oh, watch. the Roman Ranger or like Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, all those Seth Rollins, man. Cody Rhodes it, got a neck tattoo now. Yes, like, yes. Oh I love Cody Rhodes. <laughs> that Cody Rhodes has really helped me get back into wrestling. So I, I first really? I first kind of started watching it at last year's WrestleMania when me they and, were in me Dallas. and Trey Fay are gonna start a wrestling podcast. Yeah, we the, will. Dude, y'all do whatever you need to do. That's <laughs> fine. You're I'm, not wrestling? Gonna, I'm not gonna judge. Look, I, the idea of wrestling to me is I, 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 I'm glad people like it. I'm the same way, dude. I'm the same way. The idea of wrestling to me, just grown men out there, buff grown men and, and, and tights playing, yeah. playing with I'm each other. I'm here for it. It's, I'm, I'm kind of here for it, too. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, love grown, I love buff dude, grown men Logan, tights. Logan, huh? Logan Paul We're going to quote you on that. Yeah, no, Logan Paul is <laughs> an awesome wrestler. Logan Paul is a great wrestler. Dude. Logan Paul is a great wrestler. High flyer. <laughs> yeah. No, he 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 has jump aboard, dude. He has impressed you. Bad Bunny, he just wrestled over the weekend, too. Really? Great wrestler. Oh, I've seen that, dude. Bad Bunny's a great wrestler. The rapper? He had a great, yeah, yes. Yeah, he's got a great walk-up, walk too. Is he a rapper, or is he just a... Uh, Phenomenon, Latino phenomenon. Oh, hey, so so one thing we do on the show, uh, a little segment from our uh, sponsor, Good Ranchers, is um, so we are known as like each other's doppelgangers. That's kind of how we became friends. Mm -hmm. We we became mutual friends from other people, but that's kind of how this whole thing. That's why it's called Dale, not Dale. So you're you're not Dale, not not Dale. Dale. So uh, he had more celebrity status than I did, so we had to take his name. Hey, she knew who it was. Oh dang! Yeah. And for the record, she knew who <laughs> his sister-in-law. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. I'm around the coach. I house. have messages where I'm like, hey, "You watched out, daughter, didn't you?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I said, uh, "You know Uncle Dale?" And she's like, "No." Damn. Yeah. I went and searched you up on. YouTube. She okay, she said Uncle Dale from. <laughs> this 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 makes <laughs> my heart <laughs> melt. <laughs> Yep. And I sent it straight. I was like, oh, yeah, this is This makes my heart melt. <laughs> you, hey. You've completely recanted yourself from the 30 and 29 year old <laughs> comment earlier. I still look younger than him. Hey, okay, so we'll be. So we'd like to ask people, like, so who is your celebrity doppelganger? Who's somebody told you you look like? Do you have anybody? <laughs> and we have one for you. Y'all have one? Yeah. 
We have one for you, yeah. Okay. We, have, we actually have two. I actually use this app that I get some ideas from if I don't have like a dead set one. So, so, we had to cut that out. It, it man, came off from doppelgangers. us. Doppelgangers. Um, I've like celebrity. Celebrity. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've seen so many people that look like me, especially since American Idol aired. I get a bunch of people that send me messages. Um, yeah, people have got to tell you you look like somebody. <sighs> Who do they say? Because I sound like Chris. I don't look like Chris. No, they were saying the guy from Stranger Things. Oh, uh, Dustin from Stranger Things. I never watched Stranger Things. I can Things. see that. I, you, you does, uh, I don't even know oh, what Stranger oh, Things oh, is. Oh, 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 um, Eugene from The Walking Dead. I don't know if you'll ever watch The Walking Dead. I didn't Dead. watch Walking Dead either. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at Eugene. It, it's, it's the mullet. It's the mullet. It's the mullet that I get I get compared to a lot. Um, but it gets annoying. I'll have people, they'll send me a message, and they're like, this is my son. <laughs> He's got a mullet, too. And he looks just like you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I can see. I can yeah, see a little Eugene. bit. So, hey, when I put you in this, when I, like, so I was like, man, I was trying to, you know, usually I can look at somebody, and we kind of come up with somebody, uh, one of the top ones that came up, like, oh, my God, you do, is oh, fi- uh, uh, Farva from uh, Super Troopers. Yeah. Kevin Heffernan. Yeah. yeah. I, ne- I need the mustache. Rod, Rod Farva. Yeah, yeah, Red Farva. I need the mustache, <laughs> Peter Nicola. Him and Jack Black was another one that came Jack up. Black? Okay. Jack Black? Okay. I respect Black. that. I love Jack Black. I love Jack Black a lot. You need to do Peaches on uh, no. the I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that movie yet. You haven't seen it? No. It's great. We just watched Evil Dead. Right, evil, de- evil, 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 dead e- rise. evil Dead Rise, the new okay. Evil Dead movie. I don't watch good movies. So I'm a huge horror movie fan. I don't do it, um, but I, you won't you won't catch me watching the bad ones. Like I can't stay in a bad horror movie. I know there's a lot of people out there, and they're like, I love bad horror movies. Oh, like the like the like the cheesy one. ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. But man, there's 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 a lot of good storylines out there in the, in the horror industry. Um, and even if they're not true, I know a lot of them claim to be true. Yeah. Like there's the, they're conjuring movies. They're yeah. all, they're all, uh, based on true stories, but the people have been like debunked several times. What, what's your all time favorite horror movie? <sighs> That's tough. I, I love the evil dead franchise. Um, I'll tell you one that freaked me out the most. Oh, I love this. Uh, was probably the butterfly effect. Okay. I remember that. Butterfly effect almost screwed my life up. (laughs) Yeah. No, like it was in college. I remember. remember, I've never seen that one. It is, it is one of those things. It's, it's, it's it's twisted. that, That is so, it's real yeah. that that some of this stuff like can really go through somebody's brain. It's phenomenally done and written. And it's I remember really after it, I had a girlfriend at the time and I was telling her like, I mean, this is, th- this stuff is, is true. There mm-hmm. really is a butterfly effect that can push one thing or another. It freaked me out like emotionally. Another thing that like really happened that freaked me out after they made a movie of it, the Amityville horror with Ryan Reynolds, yeah. like because that actually happened. Like, that, yeah. like the text chance that stuff freaked me out because that that's some really weird people that can do that shit. Yes, like, that's the freaky stuff. Yeah, no. like House of a Thousand Corpses, like the Ring. That don't scare I love me. me some Rob Zombie movies. Dude, dude. He's great. 
Like uh, the Devil's Rejects is probably my favorite yep. one because at the end of it, everybody's just getting shot down while Freebird's playing. Yes, <laughs> and it's so beautiful. Oh yes, it is. It's so beautiful. Such a good movie. Yeah, great movie. Dude, that's great. I don't like I don't like scary movies. She she's huge fan of like true crime and stuff. Yeah, and so she'll get me hooked on like the documentaries. Yeah, um, like that Dahmer documentary that came out. Yeah. There's a lot of people that couldn't like make it past the second. I episode. never watched it. I just never did. It's I, a little. It was. It, there's points in it where it got a little weird. I thought it was interesting for sure. Yeah. I do not think that they captured how sick he really was. No. You, you, they, they they did a good job at capturing how sick he was, yeah. but like no, they, didn't they, they couldn't deep dive in. They couldn't. No. They too couldn't, much TV. There was a lot. There was a lot more in there. That guy was of his gross. dementedness yes. that they did not cover. I think part of that was because with what they had already put in there, a lot of people were talking shit about it. How yeah. It was too boring. Yeah. And, now. Because of what I've been through, stuff like that is very, very light to me. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't phase me whatsoever. And so, like, we, we did go see, like, Evil Dead Rise, and it was super, super bloody, super, super gory. And, um, and people were like, oh, that was gross. That was disgusting. And I'm like, there was no part in that movie that phased me whatsoever. Yeah. It's sad that um, Yeah. Know. No, it is sad. But, like, at the same time, I've almost become obsessed with it. So today, that really bad shooting happened on Saturday in Allen. That. It's a, a, um, the uh, outlet mall. Or yeah, like that. And, and and unfortunately, Twitter, Twitter is really um, it's unhinged. You know, you can yeah. you, there's there's videos that you're not supposed to see. Yeah. Um, and um, when stuff like that happens, I go looking. Um, there's a lot of people that that can't handle it, but I can because I'm almost obsessed with it. I want to know why they did so and so, where they did so and so, um, and it's it's I'm um, I'm not obsessed with it in a sick way. It's just I want I want to know, man. Well, it's just how I want to know. Too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's how a, I cope. It's a coping. Another reason how I cope is with dark humor. Um, yeah, you could tell me a school shooting joke and I will laugh my ass off. Yeah, I. My <laughs> wife, my wife had to put our dog down that we've had for sixteen years, oh. and. There, I had to joke about it. Yeah, literally, twenty eight seconds after he took his last breath. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. And I and, <laughs> and that's that is the way I cope at funerals. I make jokes yeah. because that's how I. I don't cope. go to funerals. I don't go to funerals for that reason. I'm like, you know, those memes where like you look at your cousin at a funeral and it's done. Yeah, because you just start like that's me. Yeah, I, I can't. You I start can't laughing. Help I've got I've gotten the giggles <laughs> being a pallbearer. I've gotten the giggles yeah. on the row and the whole pews shaking. I and mean, it's it's not good. No, man, I'm good on that. It's that's why good. you ain't gonna catch me at a funeral. <laughs> it's how I cope, though. Like you said, man, it's how I cope. Yeah, um, through, it may for, be different, but you know what? If that's what works for you, comedy. Um, you been playing gigs? Yeah, I uh, I got a super busy May. I got I got Big Axe Bar and Grill. Where can, Alvin. So we're, we're, okay, we're, we need because we want to go see you. Yeah, so in Alvin, Texas, May twelfth. I got Big Axe Bar and Grill. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's this Friday, um, May twentieth. May twentieth, we're doing Strawberry Festival in Pasadena. Okay. Um, I'm actually doing the Pasadena Idol for that too. I'm a judge. Oh, sweet! That's really cool. So, if my music career doesn't work out, it'd be really great if I could find a position where I'm a judge like that in singing competitions. I feel like I give really good feedback, and I'm good with the contestants and stuff. Um, and then May 27th, I have the fancy restaurant Marais oh, in yeah. Dickinson. Okay, good. 
May 27th. Uh, we're yeah. going to be in Indianapolis. We're going to Indy 5500. Uh, one of our, our podcast sponsor, Good Ranchers, is taking us there. Yeah. They sponsor IndyCar. Okay. So we're going with them to be in the Penske Suite. Sweet. We're supposed to meet Shaq that weekend. Shaq? Huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He ain't going to know Indianapolis. So, okay. We need, we'll get those. I'll get those dates from you again. Okay. I want to. Uh, I want to figure out a day to go for sure. Cause it'll be fun. I was supposed to do League City Music Festival. Yeah, uh, but that's just one at of those, the park. Yeah, that's one of those things I didn't really hop on. I know it's kind of too late to. Clay Walker's been there. They've had a bunch yeah. of there. Huh? It used to be the Village Fair. I think that's where it was. Yeah, yeah it used to be League City Village Fair. Yeah, then it changed I, the League City Music Festival. I grew up in League City. Okay, like I grew, I, I grew up in uh, League City. Um, I can't really tell you what part. You know, we're like Walter Hall. Yep. No, not Walter Hall. Uh, you know where the library is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like off, off Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like so, like on the other side. You know where like Copycat is? Yeah. I live on that side. Okay. I used to. Used to. Um, it's old League City. Yeah, old League City. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so did you move away to Beaumont after? No. So I moved graduate? to Santa Fe. So my my parents divorced when I was too young to remember. Um, my mom had custody of us for probably up until I was like five or six. Then my dad got custody of us and, um, he met a woman when I was in 2008. Um, and she became my stepmom, and that was a super, super abusive, uh, household that I lived in for like six years. So that's another thing I don't really talk about a lot is I, not only did I survive a school shooting, but like my childhood was pretty rough. Yeah. Um, it was like there's there's worse abuse stories, but like one of the ones was like I was locked in a closet for four days, um, and that's pretty bad. So I was I was raised I'm, like I like I said I'm super super religious, but it's tough for me to be because I grew up in a household that was like do good or get your ass beat. Yeah, it's like that's that's how it was. Like sin. Like if 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 you're if you're if you're gonna sin. Well, then we're going to go beyond punishment and it's just make life hell for you. So it was like that for six years. And up until the end, um, I kind of got smart with it. You know, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to piss off my dad and stepmom enough to a point where they think I'm just like the worst child ever and send me back to my mom. That's exactly what happened. (laughs) And so in the seventh grade, my mom got me and she lived in Santa Fe at the time. Um, and so from seventh grade up until high school. So I was, I was homeschooled and second and third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. I went to league city elementary and then I went to clear Creek intermediate in sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. So you had a lot going on to be a pretty well adjusted kid, man. Like yeah. you, you could have went the other way. Easy. Yeah. It could, it could have been bad. It could have been bad. Um, and like, I, uh, <clears throat> I'm not bad on drugs, nothing like that. I hardly like to drink. Like I, I enjoy, um, it's funny. I like getting, I like being drunk, but I don't like getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like if I could just take one drink and be fucked up cause you're, all night. Cause you're impatient. Yeah. I'm impatient. <laughs> well, and like, I, so I drink, I drink real fast too. Yeah. Um, and you also, you also, you have to put me in the right setting. When I was in Los Angeles, I think I was drunk every 13 nights I was there. And then I come back home and I don't want to pick up a drink. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, it, it all depends, man. Now, the night that my audition aired, I was toasted. I was so, so drunk and I couldn't stop crying during my audition. 
Like everybody else around me is bawling their eyes out, and I'm just oh, I'm a mess, dude, because I'm toasted. But uh, no, nah, man, I I'm, I'm 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 a good kid, you know. I don't I don't I never struggled with the law. I've never been arrested. I had a warrant out for my arrest over a ticket. That's it. Uh, it was like two days before I flew out to Vegas too. Uh, yeah, uh, so I'm living in Beaumont, and I drive to Santa Fe because my mom's going to take me to the airport the next morning. And my mom was like, hey, before you go, you got some mail. You got to open up. I'm like, okay. And I open it up. And Certified I was like, mail. Yeah, you got a warrant out for your arrest in Galveston County. And I was like, good thing I'm ditching town tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went I went ahead and paid it off before I left. I didn't want it to look like I was running. So yeah. I went ahead and paid it off before I left. But uh, it was it was silly. I got a speeding ticket. And uh, I did defensive driving. And I turned it in a day late. Yeah. And they didn't catch me, right? Hey. Should have never stopped. No. <laughs> you just got to keep on going, man. Keep going. They'll get tired. Damn yeah. the man. I remember one time, it was when it was when, as when we were moving her to Beaumont. I had a bunch of her shit in my car, and um, I got pulled over by uh, DPS, a state boy, on, 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 on I-10 on my way to Beaumont, and... I drive past him going 85 in a, in a 65, and um, I don't have a front license plate. And he gets behind me, and I know he's trying to pull me over, but I play it off as like, oh, I guess he's trying to get homeboy in front of me or something. So I'm like trying to get out of his way, yeah, and he, he just keeps, keeps following me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and eventually he pulls me over, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. Uh, He's like, uh, we, we caught you at going 85, and I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. I go about 85, 90 down this highway anyway. And uh, he's like, I understand, but whenever you see one of us slow down, uh, and he's like, your front license plate is missing too. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I stole this car. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I had no idea. I had actually just got stopped by Kima PD like a couple months before that for the same reason. Oh, they'll get you there. Um, Welcome Kima's to the- bad, no, man. man they- Hitch- I live in Hitchcock. Hitchcock's pretty bad too. Um, but for a state boy, I was surprised. He let me off with a warning. And um, I was I was going 20 miles over the speed limit without. So he he on on my warning it was speeding, um, driving without a front license plate, and the stupidest ticket I've ever seen. Um, the address on my license read Santa Fe or Hitchcock, and I had been living in Beaumont for six months. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah. And they were like, they no, you have to, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were like, change your license, and I never did because six months later i moved back to santa fe and that's why i never did it because i didn't plan on staying in beaumont yeah um and it's the same it was my mom's house she moved out of it and we moved into it that's the same address and everything so where you see yourself next five years man what's your plan anything planned you probably haven't even thought about it no dude that's all i think about man that's all i think about what's next what's next and um it sucks sometimes because i need to like focus on the now yeah um the goal is is kind of two things. The ideal goal is to stay here in Texas and make a name for myself in the red dirt industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's a big industry, man. Yeah, it really is, and it's it's where I feel like I belong with the kind of songs I write and the kind of songs I sing. Um, and another thing I could do is my best buddies that I met on American Idol. Now, before I go on, 
that was the hardest part about American Idol. I could give a shit less about the competition. Mm-hmm. I really could. It sucked meeting the coolest people on earth and then leaving. Yeah. Come, especially coming from somebody who had a, I didn't have a hard time making friends growing up. It's just when we graduated high school, we all went our own way. Yeah. Yeah. And so for the past, I've been out of high school for four years. I've had like nobody and I've met these wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. And, um, they live all over the country and even in Canada, the giant that lives in Canada. Uh, yeah but um that was that was the worst part was just it's like man i don't know if i'm ever going to see any of these guys again a lot of those people live in nashville yeah um so trying to make it man if if texas doesn't work out for me then nashville it is but i've had a lot of my buddies in nashville just tell me no nah, man stay in texas Texas, yeah you're like yep. you're gonna make it there you, you know uh, the savannah bananas are yeah so we had jackson olsen uh-huh. here and a cool thing for you being young as well, they had so Jesse Cole is the guy that created it. Okay, we asked him, so hey, what's your plan? <laughs> what's your goals? He's like, man, you know what? I don't really have any right now. I'm just enjoying. Yeah. And he so, so Jesse Cole had a had a good quote for you to hear. He called. Uh, he said, "Follow your energy." That's yeah. what he said. That's what I've been doing. That's Jackson Cole, and that's kind of how. <laughs> You know, and you're young, trying to figure it out. You gotta. Kinda, I feel like I'm naturally doing that. You gotta you know? kind of. You gotta. Uh, kind of go after because a lot of things come your way and i'm still trying to figure me out too dude like i'm trying to figure out who i want to be as an artist and um like i said i i try to base that off of how i would want to be treated by other artists yeah Uh, for example like how I would expect Coetzel to treat me, which Coetzel doesn't do anything with his fans whatsoever, other than like meet and greets and stuff. But you won't see him like replying to a comment yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Um. And so, I think I think a lot of it has to do with, um, just like I said, finding myself up there too, knowing what works, what doesn't work, what what songs are good to sing. Um, the, the struggle with doing gigs right now is I've only been playing the guitar for four months. Yeah. Um, and I have had to force myself to learn. I have, I have a three hour gig coming up, a two hour gig coming up and I have, I have to force myself to learn two and three hours worth of songs. So you don't bring your guitar guy? Huh? Well, he comes with me, man. But like I say, he comes from like a Slipknot Metallica country style, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't give you an example. I don't know any slip. I know slip <laughs> um, But now he he's huge into that kind of stuff. Um, he does most of the songs for me, um, and we just had a conversation where, um, like, I was like, I'd like to play as little songs as possible. He was like, Well, if that's the case, then I need to learn all the songs that you play. Uh, but at the same time, as an artist. I like to like have a section where there's like five to seven songs where it's just me, a bar stool, yeah. and the mic and my guitar. Um, he's a guitar player, but he likes to play on his electric. And it's kind of strange to hear a singer and one electric guitar. No bass, no drums, no nothing. So I'm like half a band right now. I have me and my guitar player. Um, I have a drummer on standby. Uh, but my big thing is I want guys that are my age. I don't want some old head yeah. that knows Damn, how to play drums. Play for you too. Never mind. 
You're yeah, like 30 you, Yeah, you're way mm-hmm. too old for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm around your real house. <laughs> you know how to play drums? <laughs> no. no I, I wish. Know. If I did, I'd be down, dude. You know he, the only thing he beats on is his chest. Yeah. That's it, brother. You know how to play drums? Dude, I don't. No. But I know how to tap pins, and I can make them sound really yeah, good. Yeah, I'm a pretty good pin tapper. Yeah. <laughs> I would be big in Do you know any instruments? Nah, dude. Uh, I... No. No. I can do the mouth trumpet pretty well. I love music, though. Yes, I've I love music, music so much. I, love, um, I listen to all musics, man, from death metal to yeah. country to gospel to everything. My 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 go to is Texas country. Um, so who's your favorite? Who's your favorite Texas country guy? Co. Okay. Co. Wetzel. Um, but I mean, like, even outside of that, because there are like people. Um, who were like he? Because he's more like he's crunch. getting more mainstream yeah. too. Though, so I'd, I'd have to say somebody like William Clark Green. Yep. Um, him or, or, or uh, so, so the guy this company right here. Yeah, they're friends with him. Okay, they're buddies of mine. They're my neighbors. Okay, they're cool. Twins. So. I love William Clark Green to death. <laughs> yep, that'd be awesome. The, the twins know. I, I I could have easily had a hookup with him and Giovanni and the Hired Guns. They played at the uh, Galveston County Fair and Rodeo. Oh, really? And I played at the Galveston County Fair and Rodeo. And um, the entertainment entertainment guy, the guy that gets all the entertainment together, I just asked him. I was like, hey, if I'm not doing nothing, you think I could slide through on a Saturday night while Gio's here? And be like, hey, can I take a shot with Gio? But I'm such a chill guy, man. I don't like being that person, um, which it, it, ha- it has a lot to do with – how composed I seemed on TV is because I didn't treat the judges like they were judges. Yeah, yeah. you got to just, yeah. And I treated them like they were people. And that was really, really cool because that gave me the opportunity to talk to Luke Bryan like we're talking right now. Yeah. Um, which was super, looking back on it, like, I like, yeah, I talked to Luke Bryan. But yeah. like, and, and, and the, and the, um, in the moment, it was like I said, it was like talking to a guy and um, we talked about hunting. We talked yeah. about growing up in Texas. Well, he's a pretty normal dude. Yeah, no, he's like. a pretty cool dude, too. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll sit here and I'll give my three honest opinions on the judges. Lionel Richie is the coolest guy I've ever met in my entire life. He would take the time to talk to you every time. So my audition's over. Colt Glover, my buddy that I saw get the golden ticket before I go in, he went like a couple people before me. So the filming that I have to do after I get a golden ticket, he still has to do too. They were kind of waiting on me. Um, so they're taking us up to the room and we're waiting on the elevator and Luke Bryan comes around the corner and he's like, good job boys. And he gives us a, <laughs> he gives us a fist bump and uh, gets on the elevator. The next night we go out uh, for a date night, me and her, um, Caden Glover. So there's a Colt Glover um, who's from Texas and goes to OK State. And then there's a Caden Glover, not related whatsoever. Caden lives in West Virginia. Um, Colt actually got TV time. His audition aired. Caden uh, never got any audition time. But Caden and, and his girlfriend, we grew like a pretty strong bond with them while we were in Vegas. And we were going out for a date night. And um, the way the hotel was built, you have to go from your floor all the way down to the third floor and then get on different elevators to go down to the lobby. Um, Where did y'all stay at Caesars? Waldorf. Waldorf, okay. Waldorf Astoria. Um, Fancy-ass hotel. Dude. Nice. Oh, yeah. The best damn breakfast yeah. I've <laughs> ever <laughs> had. Killing bro. it. <laughs> the bait is like these thick <laughs> yeah. applewood smoke. Fuck. I can, <laughs> I can tear it up. We had this one guy. This one guy. um 
he would carry yeah, bacon Avery is what we called him. He would carry around a to go box full of that bacon. Cause they would take, like we'd eat breakfast and like an hour later they'd come back and get it. And that container would still be like halfway full of bacon. And so like we would take it to go, the, man. Great. Yeah, bacon. Wal- Waldorf's great. That's Waldorf good, is good. good. Um, so yeah, it's no, a Hilton so, property. So I, you know, we, I love my Hilton. We ended up on the third floor and the third floor is where they hold the auditions. Um, and while we're waiting on our elevator, we hear security come around the corner and they're like, everybody hold, everybody hold. And so they like put their arms across our chest and stuff. And, uh, Grace is like, what the hell? And they're like, Mr. Richie's about to come through. And Grace goes, can we get on the elevator with him? And they're like, no, absolutely not. And so while Richie comes around the corner, Grace opens her mouth and goes, Mr. Richie, they won't let us on the elevator with you. And he goes, that's the biggest crop of shit I've ever heard. I love that. <laughs> and he goes, what a let, cool dude. He goes, but let me tell you something. You guys are going to experience the fame that I'm going through right now. And you'll one day have to tell somebody you they can't ride the elevator with you. So he got on his elevator and he freaking left and it was like that was he gave us all a hug before he got on the elevator. Really cool guy. Uh Luke Bryan's kind of the same way. He's like a perfect mix between Lionel Richie and Katy Perry. Like he's he's kind of distant, but at the same time every now and then he would take his time to come over and talk to us. Katy Perry on the other hand I can't say too much about her um, because uh, she did seem to have such a caring reaction yeah. to, to my story. Um, and in the first round, Colt Glover got eliminated. Um, they didn't show that or anything like that, but he was absolutely my best buddy that I made on the show. And it made me emotional when he got eliminated. I, I was surrounded by all of my friends and I told him, I said, if Colt gets eliminated, I'm a fucking cry. And he gets eliminated. And I knew he was, too, because of the line he was in. It was like, like oh, you seen well, it. there's like seven people in the line and only four can go through and learn, or something like that. And I'm like, I love Colt to death, man. But there's four people up there who did a lot better They're job. Stuck, yeah. And, and um, yeah, I just got nervous. And the way they do it, they're like, step forward, step forward, step uh, forward, step forward. Back row. And see you tomorrow. Well, it's, it's, it's always different. Each time it's different. Know, yeah. They say, they say like first row, the end of the road. good luck on your journey. Um, because you're going through the, the next round and then like <laughs> yeah. the stupid shit like that, man. Cliffhanger too. Yes, dude. Um, so like that made me super, super emotional. And, all three of the judges, because I sat this close to the judges' table. I mean, like this close. Yeah. I mean, they'll see it on camera. I sat this close to Lionel Richie and Katy Perry, and then Luke Bryan was right next to him. And they saw I was getting them. Like somebody was up there singing their song, and all three judges were just looking at me because they could see I was still bawling. And so after she got done singing, uh, they all stood up and they walked over to me and they gave me like the biggest hug ever. And, uh, Luke Bryan walked up. He was like, Colt. And I was like, yeah. He's like, it'll be all right. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And then Katy Perry gave me like a really, really big hug. So I can't say much on Katy other than she was pretty distant with everybody. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was talking to Luke Bryan, um, him, him and Katy did music for the Sims video game um, where they were. They, uh, it was their songs, but it was in Sims language. Yeah. Um, and I was asking him about that. I was like, is that actual recordings? 
And he goes, yes, me and Katy Perry actually did it. Ain't that right, Katy? And, like, Katy didn't say nothing back. I was like, well, I guess Katy don't want to talk right now. That's what Luke said. He yeah. goes, I guess Katy don't want to talk right now. He goes, but, no, that was real. He goes, and the funny part is, is we would we, we practiced and rehearsed the Sims version for so long, I'd go do my shows, and I'd be slipping up and saying <laughs> flurmer schlurmer derm instead of the actual words. I was like, that's awesome. That's cool. Luke Brown seems like a cool cat. Man. Great guy, man. I've always liked Luke Brown. We're going to get Katy Perry on next week and ask do her it. what she thinks about you. Yeah, do it. She'd talk a lot of shit about me. I know she would. <laughs> you think so? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. She's unpredictable. I love her to death, though. She, I, I um, there's there's a lot of speculation on how how legit her reaction was in my room, um, and I'm I'm pretty open on it. I mean, I've never really said it publicly, but it it felt strange. Um, but facts, the yeah, <laughs> I, well, love that, I mean, dude. dude, it was it was awkward. I'm not gonna lie, it to was, you. It yeah, was, it was awkward. very awkward. You could tell, you could tell it caught you off guard. It was awkward, and to be honest with you, I don't think facts was the first word that came out of my mouth. It probably was. I can't remember, but that shit haunts me every day, man. <laughs> I'll get on TikTok. <laughs> huh? I don't. I don't ever say it. No, I say facts a lot. Um, but like, yeah, she just she. I remember her holding her face with her, her hands in there. And I had just got done saying something funny because I just, I talked about the shooting. It was very, very awkward in there. So I cracked a joke. Yeah. And when I cracked the joke, I thought Katie was laughing. So So I said, what you doing, Katie? You can hear it. My, you can hear it. My audition. I said, what you doing, Katie? (gasps) And she just goes off and I'm like, Oh, (laughs) facts <laughs> that's all i could say dude that's all i could say and um and the reason is is the reason is is everything she said was true mm-hmm. even if even if they told her to say that or if she took it upon herself to say it everything she said was true um and and there's i don't want to say everything she said was true most of what she said i agreed with yeah um it was just it was awkward coming coming from somebody who doesn't like it's not that i don't like to tell the story is it just i i saw you over there tearing up and i'm like i hate that kind of stuff yeah it was, it was, it's just more of a uh it's just crazy man I, just, it is crazy it, i guess it's that, just so close to home for with, with we have kids exactly i mean i most people i tell that story to they have that reaction yeah. but that reaction to me is awkward because yeah. i'm such a positive guy yeah, I, I don't like it. seeing people cry and stuff. Yeah, and so that's why typically, if I do find myself telling the story, I'll find a way. Well, that's why I can ask you if you like. I like said, you know, I want your talent to be the main thing yeah. of what you do. The story is a part of your life, like it or not. Yeah. It is. No. So that's why I didn't want to just that will follow me. We forever. didn't want to like that's why we asked you for even started. You yeah. know, we didn't want to bring it up or whatever without your saying. And that's not why we wanted you on here. We wanted to just really chit chat with you and talk uh, yeah. but it is part of your life and dude you're you're known from that yeah I mean, exactly because it's, it's it's that it, it, public like, knowledge you know i don't i don't i don't mind talking about it whatsoever there's there's a lot of people who who don't like talking about it but i don't mind it, if, if it brings awareness then i'm cool with it yeah yeah yeah, yeah man 
Well, dude, you got you got a you got a chair anytime you want to come here and hang out. Dude, this is a comfy spot. Dude, <laughs> dude I'm telling you, I'm dude. Telling I, you. It's funny listening to you. I listen, like I love Rogan, and then the uh, the Luke Combs episode. He says, "Dude," like I realize how many times he says, "Dude." Dude, you say, "Dude," yeah. I say, "Dude," a lot, but he, you say it, and you I sound say, like I say, saying, "Dude, man, <laughs> man, yeah, shit." Hey, I want you to do. Uh, where the wild things are one day for me uh, on, a new, on Luke Combs' new album. Yeah, Dang. so it's a great the song. I was a huge Luke Combs fan um, when when um, what's that the name of his first album? Uh, this one's for you. Yeah, yeah. So that album I I had on repeat for such a such a long time, and unfortunately, I think I think country radio has kind of pushed me away from Luke Combs, man. And this is, this is the same effect with Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of both artists, but like they, re- they recently released albums yep. <clears throat> and I listened to both of them and there's a lot, a lot of good songs on there. Um, it's just country radio overplays artists so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I got away from Luke for a while. And then this album, it's a great album. Dude. This album, it's I got back album. on him and this album has been, like Dude, Morgan, great. Morgan's album is ballsy um, for having thirty six songs on there, man. But they all slap, man. You know what's funny though is Zach Bryan released an album with uh, like a fuck ton of songs on there too, yeah. and nobody gave him hell for it. Yeah. And then Morgan Wallen releases a thirty six album. Well, because like, that's way too many songs. Twenty four songs, thirty six yeah. songs. Like, yeah. See, I look at it as I'm getting more money and more bang for my buck. No, you ain't kidding, you know, dude. I'm still paying sixteen ninety nine for an album. If I had thirty six songs to release, I'd release every single damn one of them, yeah. dude. Especially when they're all produced exactly. and that well and they're that well written. And there like there was a lot of songs on there that caught my eye, but like, man, there's some good songs on Morgan's Morgan's new album. Um but uh I haven't always been a huge fan of Nashville country anyway. Really? Yeah. Um, just well, well, I don't want to say Nashville. I want to say country radio, and it's yeah. just because everything is overplayed a lot. No, they do. They do, man. I would, they just they decide who they want to make big, and then they, they do it. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like I'm somebody Nashville would see and be like, I want that guy to make records on the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, <laughs> Co Wessel is huge, and you don't hear his stuff on the radio. No. Um, and that's that's well. He's got he's pretty wild boy too. Well, he there, there's there's a reason they don't put him he, on the radio. That, yeah, but for example, Morgan Wallen. I think this is one of the craziest stories ever. Morgan Wallen released his Dangerous album. Yep. Um, and then he caught into some speculation like days after he released it. Um, and <clears throat> I mean, it was like it was a couple weeks, couple days after he released it, and. Uh, Country radio was like we want nothing to do with Morgan after that. Um, yeah. Sirius XM was like we want nothing to do the, with the Morgan. The people blew it up, but the Dangerous album was so damn good. Yeah, like you couldn't cancel Morgan. They tried to, and you just couldn't, man. Then he made the song with Lil Durk. Yeah, then he made the song with Lil Durk, and like everybody was like, "All right, it's cool now." They just everybody. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Bring them together. It's all good now. He can't be racist. Nah, he did a song with Lil Durk. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, which that, that's such an unfortunate situation too, you know, um, I'm Morgan Wallen's not racist, you know? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't feel the same. No. I, dude, they had a lot of people come out, uh, 
that that were backing him, you know. Yeah. And they, you know, they. Well, Joe Rogan went through the same thing. Yeah. So Joe Rogan went through the same thing for for saying him on the podcast. That was a little bit after that because like I said that, that yeah, came out. And I'm like I said, I'm a huge UFC fan, and several black UFC fighters would come out, and they're just like Joe Rogan is one of the yeah, humblest yeah. people I've ever met. He seemed like a cool, yeah, no, freaking it's, dude. It's it's it's, it's it's a media narrative. It's a word we shouldn't say, <laughs> I mean, but oh, yeah, just I, because I, it comes out doesn't mean yeah anything really. Right. Um, if it's not coming from a place of hate, um, like I said, we shouldn't say the word. But if the word's not coming from a place of hate, yeah. um, I think there should just be a quick slap on the wrist and then yeah. good. Like other than that, I think they they kind of blow it out of proportion a lot of the times. Rogan Rogan faced it head on. I mean, I know they, yeah. they had that little bit of a weird time right behind it. I'm sure you're just trying to get your head wrapped around it and how to address it. Yeah, but he he did it, man, and. He's one of those guys you can't cancel him either. I no, mean, he's too well, big. That there's that, and plus and people understanding. Spotify is a Swedish company. There's literally nothing you can do because <laughs> if you get canceled in America, it doesn't matter. It's a Swedish-owned company. Yeah. They're still yeah. going to put it on their platform. Especially if they pay them that much money. I would yeah. love to go to Sweden. Sweden would be cool. I'd to love go to go to a Rogan show. Uh, Joe Rogan keeps asking me to come here. One day, day you get on there, man. It'd be awesome. He's in Austin, man. I had a dream. So I've had two dreams that felt so real. And one, I was hanging out with Jelly Roll, right? In Austin. Huh? No, I I, I, I don't know where we were, but me and her were hanging out with Jelly Roll. And like, I remember she's having her own private conversation with Bunny and me and Jelly, like, it's, it's almost like in an RV setting. Yeah. Like, like his tour bus or something like that. And then there's another dream. This one is crazy because Joe Rogan's dogs are in it. And before, before, but like when I had this dream, I, I didn't know what Joe Rogan's dogs looked like. And we're hanging out at his house. It's a very fancy house. He cooks us up some steak and we walk into his kitchen and he has it cut up on his board. And he's like having me and her and a buddy of mine that was in the dream. We're just eating steak and talking. And then he's like, all right, are you guys ready to go in the studio? We're like, yeah. And then I wake up from the dream, but like, it felt so real. Him and jelly roll. Like that's crazy. But, um, keep manifesting it, dude. Yeah. Nah, man, it's, Literal, like I don't think literal dreams come true, but I I do think it's very possible for me to end up on the Joe Rogan dude, podcast I, one day. Dude, all, we're dude, we're we're gonna have to petition for that. Well, man, <laughs> That's another petition. Yeah. Every one of his podcasts are three hours long, and I don't know how long we've been sitting here. Dude, we're we're at two hours and twenty three minutes. But man. I could have a conversation with Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh yeah, just based on 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 things I've done in the past, and and um. UFC, like I could talk UFC with Joe yeah. all day long. Yeah, man. well, that dude's so well versed on everything. Yes, it's like he's like the perfect interviewer. Oh yeah, just I mean perfect. he's got one. It's just so many repetitions, like you said. He's just he's so many reps, and he's mm-hmm. gotten so good at it because he talked about early on. You know, I mean, we're forty. This would be forty four. Yeah, uh, yeah. You'll 44. be our 44th one. 44th episode. Yeah. Okay. And we've done one every week since the last July 24th. Uh, but like I said, man, we're just trying to get better, trying to get people on and talk yeah. and just. Alex Bregman's a big deal. Uh, That's Bregman. a big deal to have on. Bregman was I th- cool. I man. thought Austin Eckler was bro- like so. Today I was like, um, 
because you've you've had a hard time getting me to come out here, and so today I woke up and I'm like, all right, we're committed to it, we're yeah. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look up homeboy. Let me see what he's about. What kind of questions he's going to ask me and stuff. And I get on the first thing I see is Austin Eckler, and I'm like, oh shit, that's like somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so I click on it, and I, I've, I've scrolled through your Instagram and seen where you had Alex and uh, them on, and. I watched it for a little bit, and I'm like, okay, I kind of get the swing of things. They're just guys talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we had Don, hey, we had Donnie Baker on you. Yeah, you, I had Donnie you, on yeah, here. Yeah, hey, me and Donnie text. Yeah, was he like Donnie Baker, no, yes. or was he the other? Yeah, guy? Dude, so, hey, you want to talk about a hard interview? So I hit him up first on Instagram. Donnie Baker, and he he responds <laughs> back to me. He's like, hell yeah, dude. Let me talk to Opie and Anthony, make sure I'm good with it, and they're good, and I'll do it. And then he came back and said, hey, do you want me to be Donnie the whole time or Donnie and Ron? <laughs> I'm like, whatever you want to do. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'll be Donnie, and then we'll talk as Ron. Yeah. And then, like, so we went a couple times. It didn't work out, and we finally did it. And that day, he texted me, hey, I'm 100% Donnie. Don't ask about Ron. Don't ask about how I came to this character. I'm in full character mode full the whole time. Mode. I was like, fuck. So we, hey, he's hey, funny, man. Dude, he's that quick. Like, we asked him about the pitch clock, and he got pissed. <laughs> oh, talking about God. baseball. <laughs> we talked about all kind of stuff. And, like. He answered in full character That's without sweet. skipping a beat. He's got he's got Dude, he was so he's good. got one of my favorite videos ever. I can't I think I think uh his boat got repoed. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> During Shark Week. <laughs> You're just mad because your wife's a sea cow. Oh, that shit cracks me up. Oh, dude. He did great. good impersonations, man. Huh? I, I'm not bad at impersonations. You did Luke Bryan. You did Match Respect. I do voices. What's your, what's, your, uh, what's your best voice you can do? So I recently discovered I can do John Anik, the uh, commentator at USC. Okay. Um, and he does this thing um, where like he'll exploit somebody's background. So, for example, I'll be like <laughs> – this, I, I don't want to take credit for this because there's a guy on TikTok who does this, but he'll be like, um, "This fighter right here has uh, struggled in the past with cocaine addiction, but in one year sober, cocaine bear coming out this weekend on theaters." <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> or he'll be like, "This Good segue, huh? th- this fighter's father uh, tragically passed away last year by getting hit by a drunk driver." This fight clock is brought to you by Modelo. <laughs> Brood for the fighting spirit. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> like, that shit cracks me up. Oh, that's good. That's good. I love they that. They say I do a good Patrick Mahomes, too. Okay. We, we, we just went to the game today, and uh, we went out there, and I saw Tyreek, and I said, fuck it. And I just I threw it up there, and he, he didn't catch it. So on the next drive, I saw, Ty, uh, I saw uh, Travis down there, and I said, fuck it. And threw it, and he caught it. So we won the Super Bowl. Dude, that is that is good. We'll make some Instagram reels of this. That was a little bit of uh, I heard a little bit of Kermit the Frog and a yeah, little bit of Patrick yeah, Mahomes. Exactly that, how he sounds. You seen that one where he's uh, Kenny Powers and they yeah, have him splice together, I love dude? Kenny <laughs> and that interview, he sounds just like yes, Kenny Powers. Exactly. Dude. I love I love Patrick Mahomes' voice. Oh, dude, man. I was like, everything's perfect about him, and then he opens his mouth and is like, Ah, oh, yeah, I get yeah. it. <laughs> he's not very marketable in that that is, that aspect of it. Uh, uh, I was like, Ah, oh, I get it. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, I think we touched it all, man. We did. Dude, we appreciate you on coming in, man. I, I'm glad you uh, you took a chance on reading your DM from me and uh, coming to hang out with us. Yeah, dude. man. It was, uh, fun. it was fun. It's been a good hang, dude. Like yeah. I said, we're going to definitely come see you. We'll bring the wife. My wife already told me. She's like, make sure you tell Trey I want to sing a song with him because she thinks she can sing. Hey. And she cannot. Okay. Come on. It's bad. That's so rude. 
Mate, she knows the songs that hit your love, though. So she, she can do she, it with you. He got to cut that out of here. But. No, no, she doesn't. <laughs> oh, she knows. Every time she's yeah. on, we make her sing a song I, in, in or out of the, the, the episode. I'm, I'm her biggest hype man she's got. I try to make her sing anywhere she, we can because we they, go to your show. She may, hates it. Yeah. She may do a duet with you in your in mm, one of your shows. Yeah, I run a pretty serious business <laughs> when I'm on stage. <laughs> I don't know that. You don't. Want, you don't want that. Trust me. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll just say that his, your manager said you can't do it. Okay. I got a pretty so I don't have a manager Manager's right Grace. now. So Grace is like kind of a manager, but I actually do kind of have a manager. I'm going to shout her out real quick. Um, Honeybee Boutique in Santa Fe. Okay. Um, the owner and operator is Monica Taylor. Okay. Um, she has no idea who I was, and I had no idea and who she was until my audition aired, and she has been one of the she she's the reason i have gigs now um the merch you guys got today yeah. um it's her yeah. speaking of which yeah check out this merch this is tray from the this Faye. is this tray. is some monica monica merch from honeybee she had these made for us trey lewis music um and it's autographed and it's autographed yes that's the yours oh dope Dude. yeah so that one's actually the woman's shirt so we gave it Perfect. to you for that reason yes and that i'm good with the, that that one's the more <laughs> That was some more yeah. manly shirt. No, I'm, good. I'm just I'm fucking good with, with you. I'm good with that, dude. I'm uh, good with that. It makes a lot of sense. No, yeah. it looked, it, <laughs> your 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 belt looked a little more feminine when I came. Uh, in. Oh, dude, I am. Dude. I am. I have a feminine belt. I've always said, if your hips are wider than your shoulders, it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Like, man, I, I don't know, bro. I'm a big old boy. I've been a big old boy my whole life. I got really, really skinny. Eleventh grade, the year of the shooting, I got really, really skinny that year. Um, because Harvey hit us real bad. I lived in Dickinson at the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, 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 you've been through some stuff, dude. Dude, yeah, I, 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 could, I could be on a three-hour-long podcast. <laughs> uh, Harvey hit us pretty bad. I was going to Santa Fe, but I lived in Dickinson with a friend, um, and we lived off of Deets Road, yep, and it was like Deets. we had five feet of water in our house. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I've always been kind of a big boy my whole life, but it's it's in right now. The Luke Combs build. Dad bods are in, bro. Yes. Yes. So Dale's and going after. That's, that's why I kind of like wear this kind of stuff, man. Like Columbia. Um, I actually, I worked at Columbia. Outside, uh, uh, yeah, outside of high school. I worked there for like two years. Magellan, which Academy Sports and Outsto- uh, Outdoors. I guess they own Magellan now. Um, they sent me a DM on Instagram, and they sent me some Whataburger gear. You need to get some, uh, you ever see Burlabo? No, you seen there? No, the guy I know buddies with. He's in, he owns. He's all, he's in academies now. But uh-huh. I send you his. So I, I get you hooked up with him. Also, Saltwater Soul, the hat that I'm wearing right Where now. They yeah. uh, they're based out of Galveston. Okay, um, they they gave me a bunch of gear um, after after one of my first gigs. That's cool. Um, he'd be happy to have me shout him out on here. So. Saltwater Soul. Okay. Yeah, we'll good shout, stuff, we'll man. They got they got they got shirts, hats. I like their hats. I got a ton of their shirts. They're, Saltwater they're Soul good fitting. Well, they're mm-hmm. good fitting too. We got another one that was one of our buddies. They have Tejas Surface. Like, Tejas Surface. Like like that. That's but, another one. Yeah, yeah, it's a good looking hat, man. I like it a lot. Well, we appreciate you, appreciate you getting here. Yeah, uh, Grace, sure. thank you for telling us the Shout story about Grace. him being a turd. But he saw the light. Mm-hmm. Slid in the DMs again. We're still a turd, but just a little less. <laughs> just a little less. Uh, we just got our first dog together. Really? Oh, uh, you said uh, you didn't need kids, man. No, man. This is our baby. She, Her name is Lulu. Um, she is a rat terrier Jack Russell mix. Oh, that's cool. Um, so she's like slightly larger than a chihuahua, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of look similar. Uh, but she's a puppy, and she's she gives us hell every single day. But she's a good dog. <laughs> well, that's how you want to start your own podcast, man. Yeah, yeah, sure. I will. We can help you out. I will, man. We've, Today's we've, the day. We've, we've learned a lot of stuff over the past year, so we can help you out. I think I have a big enough audience to Dude, where yeah, I'm you, like, hey, you got to capitalize on your. You got to like, hey, you got to stay relevant. Yeah, and you got to capitalize on things. That's the hardest part since I've gotten limited for my idol because I feel it. I'll feel it. like my TikToks. I haven't had a TikTok blown up. Um, since I posted about me getting eliminated. Really? So I posted about me getting eliminated. It has like over a million views. Um, but I posted like four videos of me singing and none of them will break 10,000. Yeah, we got to get you to be the spokesperson of Mattress Firm. I'm yeah. going to figure that out. <laughs> well, I, I could... We'll start all Mattress Firm. John Eck is the CEO. And if I messaged John Eck and I was like, can I be your salesperson? He'd have no problem with it. Well, the thing is, is we want to facilitate that <laughs> yeah. just so we can say that we had a part did it. success. Yeah. 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 Our petition. And I'd yeah. give that to you. Okay, I, I would give yeah. that to you For guys. Sure. Hey, it's my gift to you. That and a signed t-shirt. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. so this will come out This come out soon, man. I'll let you know. We'll be blasting on social media. Yeah, let me know so I can blast it too. Do that. Okay. I'll tag your people, man. I'll tag Saltwater Soul and some other cool. people in there, too, for you. Cool, man. Uh, and the boutique again? Yeah, Honeybee Boutique. Honeybee. Yeah. I need to tell my wife. My wife loves boutiques. So, so I'm not going to tell my wife. <laughs> Honeybee Boutique. Based out of Santa Fe. They're they're in Santa Fe right off of uh, I've got some customers that all live in Santa Fe. So, like I said, I've been there. We play baseball at Rungi Park, too. Yeah. So. I am pretty sure they've already been there because I remember them saying they went to a, boot, a boutique in Santa Fe. There's they, a fuck yeah. ton of boutiques in Santa Fe. <laughs> you need to make a boutique. <laughs> I do. Yeah, we didn't. Chair from the Fay Boutique. So I have I have a hat I have a hat guy, and um, we're working on getting a hat to wear it like it's a selling point to people who are fans of mine, but also to people who don't even know me but want to know me. And so like Sling and Spring Mattress Company yeah. would be like a good idea, or yep. like Trey from the Fay Mattress Store. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're working on getting some more merch out. Too. Well, let us know. We're gonna buy some merch so we can help okay. support you, and we'll wear it on the pod, sure. man. Yeah. Cool, absolutely. man. Um, Anything else you want to close on? That's what I'm working on. Um, no, I think we're good, man. Tune in, tune in May 15th. I don't know if this is going to be um, cut before then. No. Okay. So my, my episode will air after. Next week we have the jiu-jitsu, then you're the following week. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, then, no. Other than that, but. I think at that point, the idol winner will be find out. So congratulations to Ian Tongi for winning the show. Um, that's a pretty. You'll be, you'll be 22 by then. I'll be 22 by then. That's a pretty bold prediction. Um, but uh, it's not. It's not that bold. He's gonna win. He's he's, he's gonna win. Yeah. Well, just like I said, his following man. There's, yeah. There's no way the Polynesians and Samoans are gonna be outvoted. If he's been killing every week, it's just going to get bigger. And he kills that good. it, dude. Yeah. I've seen everybody slip up except for Dongi. Yeah, he's perfect. But like you said, man, that that's their culture, man. Yeah. They 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 attack everything. They're going to ride behind them. Even 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 dinner. They ta- they attack everything yeah. with full speed ahead. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Some of the some of the best football players in the world. Are yeah, Samoan. yeah. I mean, those guys. You know, I, so I love college football. So Samoan. I love college. I, I paid. A, I paid a lot of attention to college this year more than I have any other year. Um, and that like got me super intrigued into the draft and stuff. So oh yeah, college almost ruins my life whenever it comes yeah, on. Co- so. Well, what's your what's your 
College team. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. That's yeah, who you root for. That's them. But I bet on college sports, and I, I, it's, I'm a fanatic. So I can talk about that's, this for four hours. That's another one of those things that like I'm afraid to get into because I'd be addicted to it as sports betting. Just because I'm into sports so much, my problem is I'd, I'm too biased. And so I'd be stupid on be betting. Bet, yeah, I don't ever bet on the Cowboys. Betting on so, the Cowboys every yeah, single week. Don't Can't do, do that. Don't do it. NFL football is the hardest to bet on. Anyway. Like, they, they did that like they did that like Fox Super Six bet, where like it's free bets and you have a chance to win Terry Bradshaw's money. Um, and like I remember voting for the Cowboys one year, like three weeks in a row, and they went like zero <laughs> and three. Hell and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, no, I can't. Nope, <laughs> don't do it. Not doing that. Uh, that's funny, man. Well, thanks yeah, again, dude. Thank this is thanks awesome. for having me. We're gonna come see you live. Uh, I want to come see one of your live shows. Man. Okay. I've, I've only seen you singing on TikTok. Yeah, I'm pretty good live. Um, like I say, I, I told you. I told you. I should told you bring your guitar, play a song for. Yeah, you. yeah. I don't put you on the spot, man. I, I I usually do too, but I'm loud when I sing. Like I disturb neighborhoods when I sing. Love it. And so, like, it's not my neighborhood. No, I I, I try to uh, I tried to hold back on the singing, and I need like good acoustics in a room, or else my voice just falls flat. Yeah. So, um, it's all good. People think I'm a dickhead for not singing on the spot, but it's like you don't get it. Yeah. Uh, if I were to sing in this room right now, well, not this room, just for example, like some rooms I just don't sound good in. Yeah. Well, we'll come see you. But yeah, uh, y'all come see me, man. Yeah, we need to. I'm trying to, yeah. Come see me. We'll, we'll put on a pretty good show, especially if you're a Chris Stapleton fan. Yep. You'll like our show. Is there people that aren't Chris Stapleton fans? No. No. There's no man. way. Uh, there's no way. That's like saying I'm not a fan of what, Elton John. What pisses me off, and it's it shouldn't, is people are like, I'd rather listen to this cover than Chris's. Or like I sing the national anthem, and everybody was like, Chris doesn't even hold a candle to you, man. And I'm like, y'all shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, I hey, was like, hey, I love you, but stay with a heel. Yeah, yeah. Dude, there is <laughs> yeah. no way. Yeah. There is no way. You need to get better friends. It, um, yeah. It, uh, well, my friends don't tell me that. Just my followers, my friends would never say something that nice. Uh, I don't think Grace would ever say nothing that nice. Uh, I love her looks when she looks at me. Yeah, she's mad. I felt that look. Yeah, um, but now, nah, dude, Pure love. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, we Two hour late for no dinner, love. Yeah, no <laughs> dinner. Just drop you back off. That's funny. Uh, you well, hung? Thank- you hungry? Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Should I eat? Get some popcorn, chip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hey, no. Thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely. Yeah, dude, this has been awesome. Man. Hey, so you've officially been our longest podcast. Cool. But it's been the. Dude, it's been entertaining. Yeah. yeah, you are. I could talk for hours. I, I, I didn't realize how. how this much is this is this is good. Up. This is good. Uh, good experiment for for somebody that wants to start up their own. Yeah. Hey man, we could give you some ins and outs. So uh, cool. We'll talk offline about it. But awesome. Yeah, we appreciate, it, dude. Awesome man. All, All right. right. Thanks. Peace.